0: Hello, welcome to Roleplay Exchange. This is Adam, and we are actually going to do our Patreon backer game tonight. So, joining me today in alphabetical order are our lucky Patreons, or Patreon, what is that? Anyway, and Chris. So, (laughs) starting at the front of the alphabet, man who needs no introduction, but I would like one anyway. Brownie.
1: Hi, I'm Brownie. Uh, Tonight I'm playing Irk, a caveman, and his drive is Curiosity.
0: Awesome. I can't remember if I mentioned we were playing Time Watch or not. But yeah, you we're playing not. Time Watch. I, well, whew, professionals. Awesome. So Irk and Erk is a isn't he like a prehistoric man? Is that his character?
1: He, he is, yes. He's a Neanderthal.
0: Sweet. Awesome. Next, uh well, you know who you are, Chris. Do I? Does anyone truly know who
2: they are though? Eh, that's that's true.
0: <laughs> um I, I'm Chris. Uh the
2: resident monster. I will be playing Doctor leah Breen, the inventor of time travel. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> and my, uh, my passion is hubris.
0: <laughs> and it never does come back to bite anyone else. And give any examples? <laughs> no, no. And
3: next, uh, Jeff. I am playing Skeg, a psychic. A uh, time traveling Velociraptor who's wondering why he's stuck with a bunch of of uh, hominids.
0: Yeah, uh, why do they have to be the predominant timeline, right? And who who's really to decide who what's the correct timeline? Me, <laughs> of course. And I finally, mean, I did invent time travel, therefore I get to decide clearly. Of course. And finally,
4: <laughs> I'm Laura. I'm playing Kelfala. She's a starship pilot. From Sierra Leone in the year 2312. Um, she's only 28 years old, but her main drive is exploration.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So you, we're going to go ahead and jump in media rest. So you all are here to stop basically world. Like you have traveled back to January. No, excuse me. I, I can't read dates. September 26, 1983 to the Oko. Nuclear early warning testing system facility thingamabob in Moscow. Now this is a real place, and this is a, a real event that has happened in the actual time stream. There was a watch. Watch me as I butcher Russian names. Stanislav Petrov, who worked at the air defense for for the air defense forces. And he picked up what appeared to be a nuclear strike coming from America toward Russia. He was supposed to go ahead and hit the button and launch a counter assault of nuclear arms back onto America. In real life, he never did because he was very ballsy in his decision, and he thought that this can't be right. There's none of the other, none of the other factors that were supposed to lead into this were kind of lining up, and he thought it was a system malfunction. And thank God, in real life, he did not do this. Otherwise, America would have been nuked in 1983 because of, was it solar flares in the actual timeline? I can't remember what, but there was something that malfunctioned the system. Well, it was actually a rare alignment of sunlight on high altitude clouds. I know about this. Ooh. So, turns out from Ural's place in Time Watch Citadel, which actually sits in an anomaly outside space and time right before the Big Bang. It's where your base is. You picked up that nuclear war had broke out between the major world powers in 1983. You had tracked down this issue to the launching of nuclear arms on America at this exact moment. So, The basic way this is all going to work out is you're you have time traveled to the base, the Air Force Air Defense Base, right before this event occurs, and you're going to try to figure out what happened, what went wrong. So now the way time travel works in these games, and I, we'll go ahead and you know you've already we'll say you've already made the time ch- travel check. You whenever you time travel, you just go to the general vicinity, and your Autocron, which is your device that helps you time travel. Picks the empty, unpopulated area nearest to the vicinity that you want to be in, and it will put you there. You will never like time travel into a, you know, filled cathedral, and everybody witnesses. There's a person there, so you time travel. Now, you all have time traveled, and you're in an empty conference room. Like boom, boom, everyone's there. So we have Irk, we have Skeg we have Kafala, we have Doctor Burring. You are all there what's the plan
2: Hmm. clearly what needs to be done is we need to get to the uh we need to get to the reactor base get in talk to stanislav petrov and make sure he understands that his system is faulty we have to find out who is who has specifically specifically messed with the system and take care of them
1: Kirk can talk and taps his, his Autocron, which is a club, and taps it. <laughs> I
0: love that, the fact that you're hitting people with a very piece of equipment. <laughs> I'm
2: into it. <laughs> All right. Since can I we... have the very first Autocron, mine is extremely kludgy looking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a steampunk device?
2: I mean, it's like 2400, so I guess it would be a nanopunk device.
0: You, your decision. Like I'm game on whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, does anyone have any plans uh, how you're going to go about this? Um, not, not at the moment, no.
4: Do we have any technology that could either like detect where the signals are coming from, or di- disrupt the signals, or put out our own like corrective signal so that it kind of like stops the the crisis signal?
0: I could build something. <laughs> well, to ba- the. Uh, So, basically, you can pretty much do anything you want to within... I I will tell you if it's like, nah, that seems a little far-fetched. But, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to, you could, you know, make something and attach it to the command center. Like, you could wire it up with, like, say, tinkering. For example, you could make a tinkering chest, and then you could have, like, the false alarm never occur here.
4: Okay, because I'm from the future, so I would know... That it was caused by the the flares.
0: Yeah, pretty much anyone anyone uh, you would have been briefed on this before you would have left here. That this is what you know occurred.
4: I kind of want to do like one of those, you know, like those really garish, nineteen eighties like um, windshield screens that have like you know the camel from the camel cigarettes, or like just like really just like questionable. Um, Art <laughs> on them that people put in the windshields of their car. Like yeah. I'm wondering if I can tinker and make like one of those really ugly reflective shields, um, but large enough to like cover the area needed in order to make it so they never receive the signal.
2: So what we could do is make a diatomic relay reactor that um, messes with the the substrata of the clouds, such that it becomes clear that this was just a mistake. It was just a reaction of the solar flares.
4: Do you want? you like, genius. Do you want to do log- like some skywriting while you're up there messing with the clouds that like literally spells it out for them? Like, hey, you guys, <laughs> it's the clouds.
2: During cloud. the <laughs> monologue, the clouds did this. Signed, Doctor Breen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that, Barney?
1: During the monologuing, Irk just pops his head out the conference both <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, so you know, it's got that nice little '80s. Uh, <laughs> look to it of <laughs> a bunker i guess you could say i don't know what the decorum of a bunker was but yeah what you have is just an empty hallway a hallway there's rooms to your right rooms to the left um you could uh, you see like a cafeteria kind of like glass windows uh, directly across from you there's no one in it and to give you all an example if you would now if you would rather not make this row that's totally fine but like say for example if you wanted to actually have the blueprints of the base already laid out like you could just spend a point of preparedness and make make a row i'll say it would be like a difficulty of three so if you wanted to if not you can Um, just go ahead
2: real fast adam Mm -hmm. uh
0: General rules are always at a difficulty at four, unless we're going up against something else. That means it's a fifty percent chance you can spend afterward to affect it. I know. I'm basically lowering it down to one, just because uh, Mm -hmm. lowering it down by one, just because I was said you would have been briefed on this before you left. So I'm just saying. Did you information on? Yeah. Is that the only entrance to the uh, conference room? Uh well. Yeah, there's only one door into the conference room. Okay.
4: I've got a preparedness of eight,
0: if that helps. Or you guys could just, you know, it's whatever you all want to do. I mean, I'm pretty open to anything if you want to. I will say that with your knowledge of time of Timecraft, that there's a reason that this is going, that this uh, the nuclear bombs are going to be launched. And it's not because of human error. Otherwise, it wouldn't have occurred. Mm. There's, There's obviously there. someone here. There's a factory there. Yes.
4: Mm. I think the blueprints would help. I can roll preparedness. If I mean, does anybody else have a higher general ability than eight? Well, I it, it the only helped. general
2: ability I have at eight is tinkering.
0: So, mm-hmm.
4: so you so, might be the one to build that device. You're, well, we might not need to because it's a saboteur yeah. anyway.
0: Or you uh, know, you do have points, Erk. If you do have points in it, I mentioned it to you or anyone who wants to try it. Like I did set this as just like kind of an easy difficulty here. If you just wanted to roll a base and not spend points, as long as you have points in that ability, mm-hmm. like, you can do that.
4: So that's another instance where I wouldn't have to spend. I would just yeah try to get a four or, or three or better? Yeah,
0: three or better. Typically they're four, but yeah, three or better.
4: Okay, so three, four, five, or six. Yeah. You guys want me to roll for it to get the blueprints? Sure. sure.
0: Okay. You can spend as well. Um, I
4: rolled
2: a
0: six. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a one or done. So, I mean, it's like Whoever wants to make the roll. Yep. I well, love this thing. is the best. Yeah. So. That's
4: the first roll of the game. Let's set the tone.
0: Okay. So basically, and I can say that you have shared this out to everyone. Like, oh yeah. I've remembered. I, I Well, I I was looking
4: for materials to make that stupid visor screen, and I came across these papers that happened to be blueprints.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you all have, you have a uh, digital readout. You do see that if you were to leave the conference room and go down to the left, there is a couple of offices. There is access to a machine room, and then, which kind of houses all the computer equipment that's also works with the attached uh, operations room, which is where, you know, the nuke would be launched from. So you have two offices, machine room with with the computers and whatnot, and then the office in there to your left. Uh, I'm going to go join ERC
3: and take a peek out that door. Um, I'm assuming my sense of smell might be a bit more discriminatory than others. So I want to get a whiff and try to determine... um, how recently someone else may have been down this hallway.
0: Okay. That's interesting. I didn't even consider that. So I'm looking at your character sheet right now. Just So, yeah, um, I will say with this, and I'll give you an example. So you do smell humans, and it's kind of you know, maybe something else. But like, do you have notice? I see. Yes. yes, you have to. Now, this is an example of one of the how you use the investigatives. I will say yes, you smell. And now, if you want further details, then I would take a point spin. But they are in a direction uh, to the left. You also smell some to the right, but the, 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 the scent is uh, fainter. And but I sound like
3: you said there's there's
0: something there's else clothes. other yeah. than human. Yeah. Well, yeah, and to, to get more information, you would need to. Yes. Make okay. I
3: just making sure I, I got that correct. But, uh, okay. So, yes, I will spend a point. Okay. Uh, and it piques my
0: curiosity. Oh, God. Now, see, here's the problem with time travel. Like, this, there's not just, as you would know more than anyone else, there's not just your timeline that apparently is the wrong one. There is, like, many, many, many other timelines. And what you're smelling is another enemy that you have encountered. In the past, it, it's pronounced the Azura, E-Z-E-R-U. But basically, you know how there was always a joke that the only thing that's going to be left at the end of the world is going to be Twinkies and um, cockroaches? Cockroaches, well, These are giant Twinkies. No, they're giant cockroaches. So they come from an alternate timeline to where a nuclear war breaks out and basically all human life is decimated and um, cockroaches rise to be the dominant species. Huh. God damn so, Yithians. so one of these one of these things is here. Yes, you do you do smell that one of them is here.
3: Like recent recent enough that it, that it's probably still here. Yeah. Not that it was here in the last day or so, but here now. Yes, it is
0: there presently. Okay. And what do they call it again? I call, I pronounce it Azuru, like E Z E R U, unless somebody can come up with a better pronunciation. I think it would be Azeru. Azeru, Sounds good to me. See the southern accent, guys. Like I can mispronounce everything, and then it's like, "Oh, look at him. He's cute." Um,
4: I like it.
2: <laughs> I mean, there was also that time at the bar where somebody thought you were uneducated, even though you have a master's degree.
4: He also
0: thought we were a couple, so it's like, "Oh, look, Chris is taking his cute dumb boyfriend out. He has shoes on him." That's a. Okay. Anyway, I digress. I apologize. Um, I will,
3: at uh, least to uh, Irk, uh, kind of whisper. Azura, just to let you know that uh, they're here. Or at least someone is here.
1: I make an angry face and pantomime antennae. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yep, that's what you all know. Plan of action. So I get posted in the uh, the Discord or whatever
0: we have. Yeah, you're. we can say that you're... Uh, it's like a TACNET. Yeah, your TACNET, which was uh, God dang it, I'm using a tether's pad. You're Your tether. I get it in autocron backwards sometimes. Your tether, they're all linked, so yeah, you can share this stuff out. Okay. Sorry, y'all. I'm feeding up. That's real fast. Okay. Clearly, zero, that means that we have to deal with this
2: through uh, alternate technological means.
1: Huh? Hefts club.
4: Mm -hmm. and i'm just scanning like what is available because if we're in 1983 i am freaking the fuck out (laughs) just because nothing's at my disposal anymore
2: (laughs) i i think we're actually from the same time i am just a crazy scientist so
4: you might be 100 years ahead of me i'm like twenty three twelve.
2: i actually don't have a specific origin time i'm just the inventor of time travel
4: there you go. I'll take it. Yeah. So what do you want to do?
2: Alright, so what I'm thinking is we obviously need to create something that can tell uh, stand, uh, in non- a non-chronological non-chron- DNA pattern from everyone else. So, I'll use science to create, a, uh, to create an event that uh, finds, out, uh, finds out which one of us have uh, non-analogous chronitons. And with, with that, with that, from there we can figure out who, um, who is not a part of this timeline. Obviously, we have Skeg, but we know him; he's a known quantity. If we can find somebody else who doesn't have that, who also has the non, non chronological chronotons, we'll be able to get, we'll be able to hunt them down and stop the sabotage that way. With,
1: with Skeg, Skeg with use the... nose. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a bug here.
2: Oh, okay, but do we know who the bug is? I not, what do I not think, know him. Okay, there was there one here. So basically, what I'm suggesting is that I'm going to uh, fuck up a magnifying glass so that we can look through it and see if anyone's a time traveler
0: and which ones are from alternate timelines. I would tell yeah, uh, science. Well, it's do you, what about tinkering? Tinkering sounds good. Sure. Is, there's is, there's a chance this bug would have
3: the uh, impersonator mesh too, correct, or something equivalent.
0: I will. All right. So do you have time craft? You do. So I will, yes. tell, I will tell you this, since we've already established this with timecraft, typically, like if you wanted to use this uh, usability of time craft, it would be like you could, you know, rig up something to follow the chrono radiation of a time traveler and so forth and so on. Uh I will say with just a base knowledge, since we already kind of dictated this with your notice spin, I will put this out that you do, like, since we've established you already have some prior relationship with the Ezeru or whatever, okay, I'll fuck up for out the big cockroaches. Basically, you know they're their procedures basically they can impersonate people but they do it more organically so what they what they do is they find the person that they're going to impersonate they subdue and cocoon them and then they and with the same excretion that they put over the person to cocoon them they excrete it over themselves and it just forms it molds into them does that make sense kind of like a liquid metal kind of thing like it a Blah on the yeah. person and then blow on itself. Oh. Hmm. Gross. Bug pod people.
1: No kill skin suit.
0: So yeah, now Chris, if you wanted to use tinkering, we could say that you could tr- you could tweak your autocron to where you can follow the radiation. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll definitely do that. Um okay. <laughs>
2: So, I will do such a thing. I'll spend two points beforehand. So, my tinkering skill is rapid deployment. I can complete a tinkering task in half the time it would take for someone without the booster. Okay. So, maybe I just already had it.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's like, that would be like, you know, I'm trying to rewire a robot. So, you could do it instead of two rounds in one round kind of thing. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me get my dice tower up. So, i spend it two points
2: and I got a five with that two point spend.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're, you uh, tweak your autocron, or your tether, excuse me, just a little bit. And, yeah, you are picking up uh, radiation signals down to, toward the uh, conference room area, and you're also picking up a slight like variant. Like It's stronger at the conference room, but you also got something in the machine shop, or what I call the machine shop, the IT room, the racks. Okay, all right, so
2: I'll point that out. So obviously, it's one of these two people. One of these—it's in these two areas. It would make sense for them to be in the machine shop because, obviously if they're working with uh, technology, they they need to suborn it, and we can try to find something that way. But if it's in the conference room, that means that they're using social engineering to deal with it.
3: You 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 sense this twice or this thing twice, in my understanding.
2: Yeah, there's two signals. It, it can be in two separate spots. I don't know which one. There's probably multiples though. It doesn't make sense for there to only be one saboteur. They, they usually work in groups. I can go to the machine shop. I can hunt down any anachronistic technology and look look through it that way. And then we can figure out who made that technology. And then I can take them out. Or one is, of you can
0: take them out.
4: Is the machine shop b- before the conference room, if we go down the hallway?
0: Yeah, it's it's adjoining to it. So, yeah, you could access it before.
4: Because I'll get up if if we're approaching the machine shop i was just worried we were going to walk by the conference room that might have had glass window walls and they would see us on their way to the machine room so yeah well, if you, what, what if i was you going to suggest
2: to... is we split up two of us Ooh. go to the conference room two of us go to the machine shop
4: what do you guys think jeff brownie what do you want to do
2: Erk
1: knows this no split party
4: there you go <laughs> you're a coward a coward I mean, I'm for that as well. That's why I want to provide backup rather than go out on my own.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, pro pro party splitting.
4: <laughs> but I run a lot Skuggis, of games. Skaggs will into
0: Skaggs <laughs> will scout. Mm. You guys do have your impersonator meshes on, so yes. you do not. I mean, you look like a normal human walking around around there and stuff like that. So unless you do anything to like draw attention to yourselves then you know now if like say you're trying to get through a checkpoint you're then you're going to either have to sneak in like say with an unobtrusive check or use disguise to actually you know impersonate someone and pretend to be a 1980s russian guard kind of deal like that
4: so the way the breakdown sounds based on preferences tell me if i'm wrong is that jeff wants to scout um, not the mechanics, not the machine shop, but like further. And then Brownie doesn't want to split the party, so do you want to join me? And like, we could <laughs> go after Chris against his will in order to keep the party together, but his requirement of the party being split is still that because Jeff is scouting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I, sorry. Uh, I'm running around.
4: I'm just planning on following you to the machine shop.
2: I think the machine shop is a good place to start, but I do think that our best option out of character i think our best option would be to break up mm-hmm. this is an investigative game more than a uh we're all gonna get murdered by
4: oh, okay
2: cthulhu game right. so
4: so i could you know legit go to the conference room
2: yeah just make sure not to blow your cover that's the issue it's I mean, it's a it's an operations room but
3: yeah no,
4: yeah. no promises yeah hey,
3: i'm gonna you a, a uh a oh, dm okay Sorry. whisper i guess i don't know what's called in here Okay. I had to look up how to do them each time because I, I never remember. I got He it. sent you a text. That'd I be
4: easier. <laughs> it
0: was combat. Yeah, you yeah combat? Jeff. Yeah. You are correct in that assumption, Jeff.
2: Okay. It, yeah, this is an investigation forward game. Um, Adam can drop combat on us, and this is a little slightly pulpier than like Trail of Cthulhu or Esoterrorists, so we're a little beefier than um, a horror game. Yeah. And
4: also, it is the first encounter of the game, so we might as well just go
0: exploring.
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: Cool. Yeah, I'll hit the conference room.
3: I will join. Uh, you space. mean
0: okay. operations or conference? Like, like you're in a conference.
3: We're, yeah, we're in a conference. You you mean operations? Yeah.
4: Operations.
0: Okay. So, and I assume that, uh, Eric, are you accompanying Dr. Breen? Yes. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and we'll see that these are happening simultaneously. So I want to go ahead and start with Irk and Dr. Breen. So as you all make it down the hallway, you step out, you stop outside of what I'm calling the machine room and uh, Skeg and Kafala make their way past you. Is there anything you're wanting? Is there any kind of particular way you're wanting to make an entrance or just walk on in? Like this is one of the two places that you were picking up the chrono radiation.
1: I imagine that the doctor looks like a Russian scientist. And I imagine with the impersonator, mask. And I mm-hmm. imagine that Irk looks like kind of a short stout workman. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's well, what you want think, to look like. I, I would imagine something like uh, the scientist going in to check on something in the server room, and Erk being a maintenance person with him to keep the, uh, the farce up.
0: Okay, sounds good. By the way, I forgot to mention beforehand before we started re- when I, after I started recording, you all already have one stitch, so we can kind of go over those like through uses that it goes on. But so just keep that in mind. And if you if somebody does appear like Nice bit of role playing that you just particularly enjoy. It's not my place to give them, it's you all. So,
2: stitches are basically bennies, right? They help yeah. with uh, time travel.
0: Yeah, stitches, what they help with time travel, they will refresh a athletic pool points by two. They can add to healing, they can They have several different like uses, but yeah, you can basically spend them and not like hand wave time travel. Yeah, if anyone does like anything that you, you all think is super funny, super
2: cool, super anything, just like, hey, that guy deserves a stitch.
0: So, for example, I will give out, a, I want to give out an additional one, though we do cap him. I, I looked it up, we cap them at four, but I want, like, for his role playing in the conference room, with Dr. Breen, I would like to go ahead and throw Chris an extra stitch. So, yeah, so, Dr. Breen, you're standing outside the room, you all have got your cover story straight, and, yeah. Tell me what you do. Okay, so I go in, I pull out my tether, which
2: uh, looks like a, a magnifying glass right now. Okay. And I'm just looking around, Uh, or no, 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 even better, it looks like a radiate, Um, it looks like a guy counter. Okay. So I'm just like looking around, it's like Okay,
1: Urk. Just follow the doctor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you all walk into room and You've seen the old pictures of how computers used to fit in like gigantic <laughs> buildings and stuff like that and didn't have the power of like a two eighty-six or anything. But like yeah, you're you're looking at a nice combination of wires and stuff on racks and everything's big and it's a huge room. And it's despite the fact that you hear the ventilation running, it is hot in there just from the equipment running, but it would be much hotter if it wasn't the exhaust. And um, yeah, the room, the lights are off as you walk in, so it's illuminated by the hallway, but you do have your autocrons, or your tethers. Damn it, did it again, and stuff like that. So yeah, you're in a room, you can kind of make out stuff, but you don't really see anything with it being dark.
2: Okay, so we need to get light in here. Yeah. Is there a light switch?
0: Yeah, flip it on. Uh I, yeah, I flip on the light switch. <laughs> okay. Sometimes
2: the solutions are easy.
0: <laughs> and what you see in there is in the far corner, and there was uh, in the, uh, up against the wall, you see I kind of always like thinking of it like as alien, in, in terms of aliens, like how they cocoon people on the walls and stuff like that. You see a man covered in this stringy, uh, rubbery looking stuff, and he is uh, just laying his head down in a Almost Jesus Christ pose on the wall.
2: All right, we found the person that uh, they're impersonating. Let's take a look at it.
0: Eric, go.
1: I walk up to the uh, the cocoon person and lift up his head to see his face.
0: You do notice when do pick it up that uh, pick up his head that he is breathing, and you see someone that your dossier that you were giving before, you know, going back in time. You have actually found. Russian guy's name that I have just flipped off the page from Stanislav Petrov. Petrov, yes, you see, you do you see Stanislav Petrov? He is cocooned up against the wall.
1: He alive? It Petrov.
0: Now, cut over scene. So, Kafala and Skeg. You walk a little further down because I mean they're not like directly yeah. next to each other because it's big big room, big equipment and stuff like that. You're standing outside the conference room.
3: Um, do the the autocrons and the tethers today look like whatever we want them to look like whenever we, we we want it, or are they yeah. still fixed? Kind of. It's what they're
0: custom built to your discretion. Okay.
2: Um, Basically, as your impersonator a- meshes make it make it so we can do make anything we want look like anything we want.
0: Okay, to the, to the external viewers, I guess is. A- yeah, but That's- you could also have your you know tether built to look like a big club. Okay. Um. As we're walking, I'm going to
3: um, use a tether to kind of look – I want to look up to see um, what uh, I, I what a thermostat looks like nowadays, or this time, time yeah. frame. Yeah. And then I want my autocron to match that appearance, and I'll have my tether look like a uh, clipboard with a pad of paper and a pencil on it. Okay, smart. And, um, and also, as I'm walking, I'll be – uh, kind of gently sniffing the air, trying to see if I can keep tracking um, this bug, if okay. I can.
0: Getting stronger. The scent is getting stronger as you go closer. Uh, like Now, standing outside the door, definitely, yeah, you have no doubt that there is one of those gigantic cockroaches in this room.
2: And we know exactly what he looks like now, because he's based off of Stanislav Petrov. I, I, I can drop a picture for you guys right now of his face. <laughs>
4: Did you drop that in the Discord so we all know that Stanislav Petrov has been found? <laughs>
2: oh, definitely, I did.
4: I love that we have Discord in 1983.
2: That's excellent. Awesome. <laughs> Tacnet! <nuts>. Yes.
4: <laughs> I did not step on your tail, by the way. This guy
0: <laughs> That's good. Kapala? what would you like to do?
4: So, does my Autocron only activate when I'm jumping in time travel or does it have other uses?
0: It's just pretty much your time travel device.
4: My so. Autochron looks like one of those um, D twenty spinner rings.
0: Ooh. <laughs> you
2: have a fidget spinner.
4: Uh, well, no, it's like you know, like a ring that you put on your finger. But when you spin it, um, that's what, like, what year I can go to and locations and all that. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. <laughs>
5: <That's pretty> cool.
4: <laughs> um, I decide to not nope out on this situation, but um, since I've never player wise i've never been in this uh situation before character wise i'm wondering if i've had any bad experiences in my past with these uh cockroaches
0: they're they're kind of common knowledge like mm -hmm.
4: i just ready my stun gun because i'm like these bastards (laughs) like so i'm behind skeg um basically providing backup and so if you
0: if, if you want to know more then mm-hmm. yeah, spend like I've. That sounds like timecraft to me. If you okay. want something out of that, yeah, give me give me a point of timecraft, and I'll give you something.
4: Okay, so I'm going to give you my point of timecraft. So that's my one procession.
0: Yeah, if you want to, like, uh, mm-hmm. you'll, I you'll think it.
4: I think I'd just rather discover through play than explanation. So
0: I'll take okay. my point. That sounds that's nice. totally fine. So I'm I'm
4: just like basically ready to engage if this uh, false Stanislav Petrov makes a. You know, quick move or anything.
2: Also, don't forget, we can use time travel in combat for shenanigans.
4: Mm -hmm. Please lead the way.
2: (laughs) I will, and it'll be awful because I'm insane. (laughs) (laughs) You may have noticed.
4: Signs up harder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, Jeff, uh, or sorry, uh, Skag will motion
3: uh, uh, to the door to conference room. Um, just whisper to you. Bug is in there.
4: I I nod and like grip my stun gun harder.
0: Okay. Seems like we're at an impasse. So, well, so you're prepping yourself now. You've already found c- cutting back to Irk and Doctor Breen. Is there anything that you want to? You you figured out that yes, the uh, Azuru is impersonating you know Petrov. So what do you? Is there?
2: So you know how you gave me a stitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm gonna do, Erk, um, uh, I need you to wake up Petrov. See, we need to figure out how long he's been here. Because if I can find out how long he's been here, then I can go back and I can, uh, I can counter the area so that the their met their uh, biological I- information won't work.
3: I honestly, Urk, having a high medic skill.
2: Urk, uh, <laughs> oh, have, have a medic high. skill. I have a medical expertise skill. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> um. What social skills do you have? Because I have basically none.
1: Intimidation, reassurance, streetwise, and taunt.
2: Okay, <laughs> I have more than you. <laughs>
3: That's all appropriate, too.
2: <laughs> all right. So, what I want to do is I am going to wake up Stanislav Petrov, find out when he got taken over, then I'm going to spend a stitch to go back to before then and basically
0: rezu eruz- uh, technology-proof the room. Well, so you would you're willing to make the first aid spin, right? Oh, uh, to do I have resuscita- first stage? resuscitate him? Or- yes, I have medic. I have six points in medic. Okay,
2: well, but I also have uh, a point in medical expertise, if that helps, hmm. which is the academic ability as opposed to the general ability.
0: I would. I mean, I tell you what, you could do that, or you could give me the medical expertise. Like, there's different things you could do. Just whatever you want to do, Chris. So, but like, uh, he's. Gonna, if you want to check with him, you need to try to resuscitate him. So, like, if you want to do something with medical expertise, then yeah, I could. If you want to spend that, I can give you something different. Could slap him. Sure, I'll, I'll. I'll spend that point. All right. So with the medical expertise, like. Dr. Breen, people think you're kind of full shit, like, you know, yeah, sure, you made time travel, sure, you did all this, sure, you've seen this, sure, you've seen that and all that, but this is something that you know, and you know that basically the way that this, the way that the Azuru's cocooning process works is that they sedate the victim, and then they, you know, bind them in this goo, but... That it's not very strong. Like you could reach up and you could just you know rip through it. It's not like you know carbon fiber or anything crazy like that. You know that if you resuscitate him and get this stuff off of him, the azuru will lose his disguise.
2: and he's in a room full of a bunch of people, right?
0: <laughs>
2: yep. well, good thing I have time travel because I'm gonna do that right now.
4: Yes. <laughs> so
0: So Sorry, Kalpala and Skeg. So are are you time traveling to (laughs) when? No. uh, So my plan is I'm going to
2: remove Stanislav Petrov's disguise, find out when this happened, like what time was it before you were knocked out, while those two are dealing with the chaos of, oh, hey, it's a giant bug, and then I'm going to travel back in time and try to fix it
0: fuck it i've being, never done this before let's do it
1: <laughs> are you being out loud about what
2: you're? yes
1: uh i start walking to join skeg and
0: kafala
2: okay what's the point of playing a game about time travel if you don't fuck up the timeline so much <laughs> that you have to go back and fix it
0: okay so medicals spi- fit like expertise you know that so just give me i tell you give, give me two quick checks chris sure. give, me me- give me your medical check now
2: all right first aid i'll spend two points okay i failed
0: <laughs> but i got a free. all right so this is a yes and moment that i've learned as i do gming so here's what i'm going to say like it's you're you know it's fumble you can't you you're you're having trouble getting it off of him you're having trouble resuscitating him if you stay and you don't time travel then i will say that yes you take the time and you will get him like cleaned off and coherent but at that point you're not going to be able to time travel until the you know next action so it's it's going to go off in that room right now you could and you're going to have to hold your action till time travel till the next one the next chance you get
2: oh that's definitely going to happen
0: okay so yeah you
2: chaos
0: you take your time you you know didn't do it as quick as you wanted to, but you free him out. You check the breathing passageways. You have a nice little shot of adrenaline that you <laughs> you probably didn't need to give that much, but fuck it, he'll be all right. If you fix the time stream, then you know what? This the will real never history. Happen. Yeah, the real history never happened. So, boom, straight in the heart. <gasps> He's up, and that is where we're gonna cut scenes, and you are going to hear screaming and gunfire, like screams. Chittering, screams, gunfire, screams in the room. Skeg and Kefala. Um, is your uh...
3: let me know when I make it. We back. wait. <laughs> let let them deal with the bug. <laughs> we'll deal with them afterwards.
2: The
0: bug will kill everyone in there because he's from the future and has future weapon.
4: Uh, and we just have a stun gun
0: you, Yeah, but if you want to spend tinkering You can adjust it up to kill
4: Yeah, this is happening I have a tinkering
2: <laughs> Oh, by the way, I, I, I mentioned this all to Irk, but not you guys <laughs> I was just like Talking aloud, I'm like, okay, if I do this, this will happen This will happen, this will happen
0: All right. So I Irk, think- you can jump in in just a second We'll say you're still you know, making your way over there
4: I think I need to upgrade My weapon, so this seems Like a perfect time to tinker
0: D- difficulty four.
4: Okay. I rolled a two. I only have three points in tinkering. That's a lot to spend. So yeah. I'm going to say that I am not proficient yet. I just didn't succeed.
0: The, your, your screaming's making you nervous, but you you make you declare your spend before you make the roll. So like, if oh, you- I
4: have to declare the spend before the roll.
0: Yeah. Okay.
4: Nope. Just failed. They didn't right. declare
0: ah! anything. I rolled a two. Blood-curdling screams and crashing sounds are really distract uh, distracting. Uh, Triggering
1: a panic attack a little bit.
0: <laughs> Irk, you arrive on scene.
1: Um, burst through the doors into the area where the screams are coming from. Okay. Do I see the, the cockroach?
0: You see a nice, beautiful six-foot-tall cockroach standing in a pool of goo that is like... It looks like this fleshy material, but it's just dripping off of his uh, chitin arms, and he is holding one Russian scientist up by with one hand, uh, like off the ground, a hand around his throat, and he he has uh, a gun in his hand. And you see a guard like slumped over the control panel. Uh,
1: Heft my club and say, "Quinkies and cockroaches have cream filling." Drop man. use intimidation
0: okay so yeah that's uh so a point of intimidation yeah that's just that's not a row it's just a spin so yeah he drops the man steps back has his gun pointed at you
1: now drop gun
0: and now he's going to he's not dropping it go (laughs) future mine and uh what's your athletic set 10 Ten. Okay, so that means I got a difficulty of four. To it's hit okay, you.
2: guys. I'm going to change time. None of this will have happened.
0: Okay, he rose like shit. He rose a two. So a shot goes past you. I won't say Skag and Kavala. Right, well, Skag Kafala was filling with the gun. Skag, if you wanted to, like, you just heard the gun go off. Laser gun.
3: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll enter the room if I can.
0: Okay, yeah, no problem. No instruction.
3: Uh, I'm have not taken any effort to uh, modify my weapon since my tinkering's a one. Okay. Um, but I will aim and uh, attempt to stun the cockroach.
0: Okay. Again. So yeah, this is a base difficulty of I would say with him like there's no cover. He's just standing like the cockroach is just standing there in the open. So the zuru. So yeah, I would say that with that circumstances, there's nothing between you all. There's a difficulty of three. And uh, I, I forgot what die I roll for this. It's, it's all it's it's D six the entire game. Okay. One D six. Um, sorry. D6.
2: Uh, make sure if you want to sp- make spend spend before you roll.
3: Okay. So I have a shooting of six. Um, spending a point. Probably wouldn't that be a bad idea? Okay. So yeah. So whatever you roll, add one to it. Okay. And uh whatever low or high?
0: Uh, you want to roll the number four or above? Okay.
3: So I um I had a point. And I get a four. Okay. Yeah. You definitely hit. And we we'll see. And I have that's gotta hurt for scuffling. Uh, my minimums or scuffling would be would be a melee, wouldn't it? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: So it doesn't doesn't do anything here. Okay. Yeah. It's it's kind of a smaller room, so I mean this is kind of your your taser kind of uh kind of gun here. So yeah, you inflict damage on him. Like it hits him, and I. I say you you can move, say you're moving towards cuffling but I'll stop with the action uh Dr. Breen yes <laughs> <laughs> thank god you all have translators so he's like what happened <clears throat> what time was it when you
2: uh, were knocked out
0: well i was i was it was uh, i was just finished i was having a smoke and I the... don't care what you were doing what time was it oh, oh 1600 o'clock <laughs> what day what day is it what day is it? It's it's the uh, twenty sixth. Like, I, yeah. So it's like today. Okay. Yes, yeah, September twenty sixth.
2: Okay. Once I get that information, I am going to uh, use a stitch to go back in time to about an hour before then. Okay. I'm not even like I'm not even to finish that conversation. Just like bam, time travel.
0: Okay, you're back in the conference room. Let's do this quick.
2: Okay. Um, I'm back in the conference room. I'm gonna run to that spot. Okay. And I'm going to, uh, wait. <laughs> no, I'm going to spend two points of tinkering to make this room zero technology proofed. You're making a gigantic roach motel? Uh, I'm basically making a faraday ferret- ferret cage for cockroach people. And yes, also a gigantic roach motel.
0: Alright, so basically what you're doing is you're you're setting up like, I'm thinking of it, now tell me if, if you don't like this description, I'm thinking of it as more like, like Subsonic kind of like waves that you have from these sensors if you tinker this upright. So basically, he'll walk in there with uh, the unconscious man and go, bleh, yeah, bleh, and it just like rolls off of him because it can't stick because of the disruptors. Exactly.
2: All right, spend your tinkering. Uh, I've already spent two points and I just rolled a five, so seven. Okay,
0: I love this. So basically, <laughs> here's how it works so are you hanging out in there
2: oh yeah i'm definitely gonna hang out in there i'm like gonna gonna hide in a spot but i want to see how this affects the combat
0: okay well first (laughs) off like sitting in the dark you have everything set up you got your neurotransmitters are all working out great and uh hold on let me go over to my stats real quick
2: i invented time travel of course i'm going to use time travel all the goddamn time
0: Okay, so, <laughs> all right. You see, do light door open. Light shines in. Light, not light. Light from the hallway shines in. Uh, the bug flips on the light switch. Now, Mike, why don't you do me a favor real quick? Because I didn't ask you beforehand. Like, why don't you give me an unobtrusive check just to get tied? Okay.
2: Um, I actually have points in that. I'm gonna spend two. <laughs> Okay. Which is gonna bite me in the ass later because I don't have many. Oh, don't worry about it right now, Chris. This is interesting. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. No trouble. Uh sorry. I'm making film running up and downstairs. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh that is a five
0: with my two points spent. Alright, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have managed to find like something right in the blind spot when you were tinkering around, you're like caught behind a corner. And what happens is you see the creature walk in has a man slung over his shoulder, Petrov. He sets him down on the ground. It kind of slumped. Like he's like leaning over, kind of holding him up. And he starts to like regurgitate this stuff onto his back. And it just like runs off and it just keeps running off and running off. And it's starting to panic. And then you see him, uh, pick up <laughs> like he, like he stands there for a while and, um, Ben, he just like aborts just like grabs Petrov and no, just leaves him slumped, take it back, leaves him slumped and he runs out of the room. Now, basically, now here's what Chris didn't realize. Uh, Chris didn't realize that like him doing this, you all know that this is the way everything is right now. So like you all, I need everyone playing right now to row a uh, paradox check. So you're going to be, you're rowing uh, basically for chrono stability like the target number is with this being a little uh we'll say that this is a five difficulty so but you're uh, in the middle of combat boom boom all of a sudden like it's just like you feel kind of a shaking quaking feeling inside of you you feel kind of like uh what's that word uh when you get disoriented um vertigo Vertigo, you get like a big sense of vertigo. Can everybody like? You can spend criminal stability if you want, but go ahead and uh, declare it before you roll. But I need everyone, including um, uh, you know Breen, to make the roll.
3: Uh, I'll spend two
0: points. Okay. So okay, so your stability of Skag would be from like even if you make it, you're going to you're taking two, the two damage. So you're going from ten to eight, or eight to six, or whatever. Eight to six. Okay, that's fine. You go negative numbers. All right, go I'll ahead
4: burn two as well. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead, Jeff. Oh, go ahead. So I, I, I
3: guess I'm make sure. So what, what? Do I don't know what damage I'm taking for criminal stability.
0: Yep. Oh, oh yeah, no problem. Uh, you are going to be taking uh, four if you if you mess this up. No, five. Excuse me. Okay. So it like oh, yeah. You're chrono- us beforehand. Yeah, we all knew. Yeah, you knew it beforehand. So yeah, that okay. is fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Like a, I, intro. I,
2: I, I can, I can roll guy. Uh, I'll spend two still. Okay. Um, so, Hubris, obviously, I'm not going to spend any because I think I'm doing what is right. <laughs> and I rolled a five. Okay.
0: But fuck. This is all part of the plan. What'd you roll, Jeff? I rolled a, a six with a plus two. Okay, so you just, you know, mark off the two that you spent. But yeah, you yep. you, you anchor yourself. This isn't your first rodeo. Erk? Uh, spend one. Okay. Roll five. All right. Awesome. So yeah, just mark off the one and find a Kefala.
4: Um, I spent two and I rolled a one, so I only got three. Jesus. I rolled a three for <laughs> what I was meant to get because before I knew I could burn any, I rolled a three just plain. Okay. So three is my number. Okay,
0: okay. so yeah, you, you need to take five chrono stability.
4: Okay, so if technically I
0: technically seven chrono stability. Oh she spent she spent and wrote a one, yeah, seven. Yeah, the, you're, so you're,
4: it shows my max at seven and my max health at eight, but it only but my character sheet I don't know what's going on digitally. It has my number zero highlighted. Do You start with your max.
0: Uh, yeah, you start with that. So okay, so
4: literally lost all of my chrono stability, so you're, now you're, I am at zero. You
0: you feel just dis- like you feel very upset at your stomach, this but is you're okay. My
4: first radio.
0: But you're not. Um, at the same time, though, you're in the game till twelve negative twelve.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: All right, here, zero.
0: so this is the most interesting fucked up thing and it's, it's beautiful I've never had this problem happen so basically what you what you see is you see the creature get hit like it's got the shot from Skeg like the wave hits everyone you're like you know teetering Ugh, Kafala, it's really you kind of almost like go down to one knee you kind of lean over and I'm then nauseous. Walk,
4: I'm nauseous you I'm look nauseous. up
0: and you see, you see the met like the um, the goop around his feet where the outfit dripped off of him re like it just like re- reapplies itself to the creature. But it's uh, but it's also like he takes the guys of the assistant now. That was in the room because he couldn't get it to work with Petrov. So he went and got someone else from there that would have business in that room. So he grabbed the other scientist that was in the room. So now he's impersonating that, but that scientist, see, like, that guy's not here anymore. And, like, it just rocks him. And he, like, the creature, like, the, the, Paradox that you've created. Like he has all of a sudden assumed someone else's form, but he's already assumed that. So you've just hit him with a huge bit of chrono stability. I will say that uh, he has uh, dropped his gun and doubled over on the floor and going back to, uh, I guess, Skeg or, yeah, not when Skeg, Irk. While he's
1: disoriented,
0: yell cream filling and spend three (laughs) scuffling. Alright, go for it. And are you going to introduce him to the business end of your club?
1: Autocron solves many problems. Right, awesome. Right, so spent three scuffling,
0: rolled a six. Oh, boom. You crack, you crack it right over top of the head.
2: I have a question. Yeah. Uh, does our time travel technique work through alternate timelines or multiple time periods? No. <laughs> okay, so I'm just on my own doing my own thing.
0: Great. Yeah, you're still there. <laughs> that's not gonna fuck you guys up at all. It's okay. So yeah, you're like let me go ahead and get the damage. All right. So you have inflicted boom, a big hit on him. It slumps, it slumps further to the floor. Skag? Uh I will leap uh, leap and
3: hit him with my back claws. Okay. Uh
0: so scuffling? Yeah, scuffling.
1: I've also got that's gotta hurt me.
0: Okay. Pulling up the chart here.
3: Um I'll toss two scuffling points on this. Okay. So I roll five plus add the two as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I roll seven total. Okay. Boom. Yeah. And I and I do have uh, that's got hurt. That's got hurt. I'll say with I'll say with that that the creature crumples directly to the ground. Like he's it's it's not moving. Like so, clack club, rah, claws. Kafala, is there anything you would you like to like do anything?
4: So I'm on the floor, like trying not to throw up, like with both hands on the floor, yeah, um, on my knees, and so like I see all of this happening. Um, the threat is subdued, correct?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. besides all the people who saw it, and uh, we're all gonna have to like hunt down.
4: Yeah, but no, I'm good. I'm just gonna try to like get my bearings.
0: Can, <laughs> so, can I, I weakly prevent-
4: like lift up a thumbs up to the team, like good job. <laughs> Can
1: paradox prevention use to heal cronal stability? Is that right?
0: Uh, anchor, reality anchor. So, yeah, if you wrote, uh, hmm. um, I think paradox prevention is preventing paradox. So that would be how to arrange something like to, yeah, to avoid that problem. Kind of deal like uh-huh. that or use timetable. And what I have been doing, which it was a mistake and I forgot since it's since April, since I've been rowing, I've been taking your rolls actual rows of like hit or miss, like doing an almost red market style, but in the future, I'll just ask you to row damage. But I, I was adding that, it's got to hurt to everything, but like, yeah, you all have totally subdued the creature.
2: So, oh, don't worry, I'm going to make this even worse. Oh, fuck. I will
1: <laughs> spend two points of reality anchor. Kafala, walk over, a hand on the shoulder and say you here now and roll a three.
0: Okay. All right. So while too. while we're doing while we're doing that, uh, Doctor Breen, what are you doing? So back
2: in the past, you know how I have two stitches. Yeah. I'm going to follow the thing, um, and see where it tries to take over the other assistant, and then I'm going to roll a time. Tr- I'm going to spend a stitch to go back to right before it gets there, and then I'm going to kill it.
0: All right. All right so you're gonna burn your next your other stitch. Yes. Though I should probably roll an unobtrusiveness check or something to uh, follow it. Yeah, just I, honestly, you can just save the time travel thing and just roll obtrusiveness.
2: Sure. Okay. Uh, I will spend my last two points of unobtrusiveness.
0: Okay. Six with the, the plus two. Six with the plus two? Okay. So six with the plus two. Yeah, you definitely, You like, it's in a hurry. It's not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay,
2: so I know where it, it takes it. The the assistant Let's spend that other stitch, okay, and then I guess I'll get into a place I don't even have to hide. Um, when it gets in the area, I'm gonna spend all five points of my shooting check. Oh no, no, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a little bit beforehand. Use tinkering to upgrade it to kill. Okay. So I'll spend another three points of tinkering. Okay. To make that a six, and then all five points in shooting to. Uh, Roll a six.
0: <laughs> all right. And let's go ahead, since I was doing the rules wrong, go ahead and roll damage, too, since like I'm going to stop doing the one roll for all. Okay. Three damage. Three damage, and you did the plus. Plus five. All right, so, with the, the, Chris, for you burning through stuff like crazy and not knowing when to let go, I, I, I'm going to give you a stitch for that. So Hubris! The, weir- the the weird thing that you all see is that this thing is laying on the ground with, like... Like blah, kind of rolling out of his mouth Iker. Like all of a sudden, the back of his head just goes poof, and, and like, like an old wound just pops up. You feel a little uneasy, all of you, but like, eh. but Certain yeah, things have happened. <laughs> it is officially dead. It I is do officially...
4: now finally actually throw up, but now I instantly feel better.
0: <laughs> better living through time travel. I will. <laughs> so, how do we fix this mess? So. We've got, okay. So I'm going to hand wave some stuff so we can continue with the scenario. <laughs> so basically what happens is after Cri- after Dr. Breen ta- like this stealth kills it. Like, am I, do- Oh, hold on. I'm going to give my daughter a goodnight good night hug. Like, stealth kills
2: it two hours before it
0: was supposed to do anything. <laughs> um, well, we'll swim in the pool tomorrow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Listeners at home. I will not remember to edit that out. So, uh, Basically, yeah. You as you take as you take the thing out, like you can. Everyone in the room, you start feeling. As Doctor Breen took it out, everyone in the room, you start feeling reality you start to sh- like snap back together. Like you know that this is time for you to leave. So uh, as you see, it it almost it's kind of weird, and you know you shouldn't look at it, but it's also kind of like. Um, Lot's wife from the Bible, you know, as Sodom and Gomorrah were being destroyed and Lot's <laughs> wife looked back. Song. Yeah. Well, it's not quite as bad, but you start see it, like you see the whole scene start to rewind in front of you and all that. You start to see okay. like the creature, like oh, hold on. The other one's saying goodnight. Good night, baby. <laughs> I love you. You be good. I, I promise i only have two children <laughs> all right so you start to see it all rewind you start to see the creature like its head like it does this weird thing like where the hoe in the back of it kind of raises up and then and kind of goes back down like it can't decide what's going on it stands up at the same time the goop comes like flies off of it it goes back on of it and i'm gonna need everyone here you see the the scientists like zoom back into his arm. You see the shots, you see all that. Like, so it's time to make a time travel check. You all need to go back to time watch Citadel. Um, so basically if you want to row again, Oh, by the way, uh, uh, I forgot to tell you when you did the reality anchor Brownie, it's a two for one thing. So mm-hmm. when you used it on Kefala, you restored four points of her because you spent two points of uh, reality anchor on her. And it seems for first aid. But if you did that to yourself, it's only one. So if like you shot, got shot and you first aided yourself, it's a 1.1 point ratio. Uh, but yeah. So Do I have need,
4: four chrono stability now.
0: You have four chrono stability, and I need you to make either a time check or you could hand wave it with your stitch.
4: If I don't make my check, does it all just revert back?
0: You'll take damage, basically. Mm, you need- I'll just. Or you're, you're making a time travel check, difficulty four, loss of four. So if you spin the stitch, like you hand wave it, and if Just for you, the
4: purposes of saying thank you, I will use my stitch.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you time travel out. Uh, what about you, uh, Skeg? Um, I'll try time travel out. All right. Are you stitching or are you rowing? Um, I'll roll. Okay, so chrono stability is that correct? yeah, that's what. so if you can spin to modify or you can just when you go to bed, honey, you're supposed to go to bed uh, <laughs> uh yeah, you can either roll it or at base or spin points to modify it
3: uh what's the difficulty?
0: it's four, four. it's okay. four, it's a four four so uh, if you, I'll just roll yeah uh a three <laughs> three okay, so you take four chrono stability, ouch. Okay, and what about you, Irk? I'll just use my stitch. Okay, awesome. And finally, Kafala, you said you did that, so it's kind of different for you, Doctor Breen. You're not like seeing all this happen.
2: I'm not in your paradox
0: town, but you're you're starting to feel reality, like starting to snap completely, uh, snap together, and you get like a warble on your um, tether, telling you that. Uh, your your team has is returning to time watch citadel
2: okay um i guess i will also head back home
0: okay now let's let's do some like rowers. like no you you gotta roll you're straight up rolling
2: yeah i'm straight up rolling i'm not gonna spend that stitch okay uh i got a six without spending any on chrono stability it's
0: almost like you made this shit up isn't it okay do you want me to take a picture I will. No, not Chris, I, believe you in I invented time travel. Okay. So here's what I would like you all to do real quick. Cause I want to encourage you all to give each other stitches and stuff like that. I want you to just in a brief little description, not a conversation, like say you're meeting with your handler, Dr. Diamond Lighthall, who is a, uh, he was a snake oil salesman back in the 1880s in the West, Wild West of America. But he sometimes found his way into time travel, you know. But like as you are addressing this young man with blonde hair and slight Native American features, uh, what are you going to say about your ten the team member that you're going to give someone a stitch to? Like, what was something that they did good or did bad that was like role playing wise? So let's go ahead and start with hmm, Irk. Erk, I what happened? I guess it's a successful mission. Congratulations. Like uh what happened on your mission? Debrief me.
1: Cream, talk a lot, not listen, disappear. Cream filling.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> does, that, does that sound like he deserves a sitch, Chris? Because I think he does. Yes, for right. sure. Or time he talks like that. It's beautiful. Thank you. Uh all right. A uh, kafala. Kafala, do you? What would you like to mention on the action about your co? Another of your co-workers on the action after action report.
4: Um. So all I know, I should be thanking the person who saved my life and sanity, um, but I can't get that gleaming velociraptor tail out of my mind. Like I was bewitched. Um, and so as, um, I basically keeled over on the ground, as I, you know, lost my chrono stability, the tails just like burst into like, uh, like a kaleidoscope of just beautiful colors. And so I'm just, I'm a little, I'm a little like (laughs) disoriented and then brought back and it's just pretty much Skag is like where it's at right now. I'm just like, okay, whatever that one does, like, I want to watch it. <laughs>
0: okay. There's your point. at a you know, stitch back into it. Uh, Skag, you fix and siren, you.
4: <laughs> <a> s- <laughs> that is a
2: sexy-ass velociraptor.
4: <laughs> it's not even like a sexual attraction. I'm just like enamored. It's like more like romance than
2: sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Helos. <laughs>
4: We don't have to explain this to your daughters, by the way. No, no. (laughs) Uh,
3: I I smelled bug. Uh, Ersk and I found it and killed it. Uh, Crazy human doctor uh, uh, was skipping through time, changing things as we uh, fought it. Uh, Her females aren't as sturdy as mine. (laughs) Okay.
0: And finally, Dr. Breen
2: they were not actually thinking with time travel which is fine i suppose but we really need to bring up the standards of the agents around here figure out what the problem is then travel back that's the issue um that being said i think that being said i think Kelfala had some very good ideas too bad i had better ideas
0: faster to the end. Okay. I mean, I don't see a problem
4: here. I, I really didn't have the capability to pull off any of my plans. Right. Is
0: so, the debrief
1: happening altogether? No, it's individual. Okay.
2: Oh all my right. god! If it was happening altogether, you you would all just stone me.
1: I would just so, be making the talking symbol with my
2: hand behind. Me, if that was the case. <laughs> Listen, I had a drive, and
0: it was called Hubris. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So yeah, like in the future, yeah, whenever they do something like that, like <laughs> go ahead and give your co- your co-player a point. Now, I want to... Oh, yeah. like no, said, I'll probably get the point for that. Oh, definitely, well, everybody's got a point. We're doing great. Uh, so tell you what, with that being the introduction to this, I'm going to move on. So that was our little tutorial. It Took a little while. I'm kind of wanting to say this. First off, you're like you know what the best part about time working for a time travel agency you can make all the time and, and stuff like that so you have some time for some r&r so in a quick little description tell me and by the way mechanically what i'm saying is i will give you back for the rest of like i'm going to refresh your chrono stability and any of the athletic abilities now investigative stuff that's on the left hand side of the character sheet does not refresh but we can say any of like to tinkering, the scuffling, any of that kind of stuff, your stability, it goes back to the base of what it was. So uh, Skeg, what do you do on your R&R? What's a Skeg like to do in their, in their downtime? Is there a limit? No. Like you could I'll go back to
3: uh, the Cretaceous period and spend a couple weeks hunting and living among uh, that time frame. Ah, no humans, no mammals.
0: <laughs> getting back to your roots. What about you, Urk?
1: My drive's curiosity. But being a Neanderthal, I cannot read. So I start out by trying learn things by watching educational videos on the Time Watch Wi Fi, but always end up sucked in Tube Hall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you've got like the Time Watch version of Alex Jones
0: <laughs> just screaming at you.
2: Next,
1: the next video just plays, and Uruk watches and tries to learn.
0: That and that's the best thing about Erk. Like, if you were, you had the ability to, if you rely on the technology that you have, you had the ability to comprehend and read and all that. But like, Uruk doesn't like being dependent on metal, code metal. Uruk likes to trust himself. So I like that self bettering. Uh, what about you, Kafala? What do you do in your downtime?
4: I was muted. Sorry about that. I'm going to go on a vengeance vacation, um, TM, and uh, basically I'm going to try to literally kill as much time as I possibly can at the cockroach planet. Like I'm just going to go try to do a doom level. Of the cockroach planet, and I'm gonna do it until my face is beaten into a bloody pulp, and then I'm gonna rewind time and I'm gonna do it again, and then I'm gonna rewind time and I'm gonna do it again. And it's just like it's like Groundhog Day with shooting these cockroaches, where I finally had time to tinker the weapon of my dreams. Do I get to take it back with me yes. when I'm done with vacation?
0: That seems healthy. That seems like. Quite- you all know what you have to do now that you've heard her do this awesome explanation. <laughs> <sighs> Give yourself another stitch. Okay, yeah, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> all right, now, like, you know what? Since it's narratively done, you know what? Yeah, you have a you have adjusted the setting where you can easily toggle between stun and kill. So, <gasps> stun more close range. I'm in a room, okay. close by together. Kill. Got a little more distance on that thing. So, yeah. And finally, Dr. Breen. What does a person who knows everything do in their downtime? Well, what just happened was insane. What what I just heard
2: um, Kalfala doing was insane. So I'm going to do something totally normal and say I'm going to go back in time to when I invented time travel. And I'm going to uh, build up my reputation even more so that everyone knows that I am the inventor of time travel. So
1: go on a circuit
5: then? (laughs)
2: oh yeah oh yeah no i'm i'm basically uh i'm basically a failed presidential candidate making millions of dollars talking about how i
0: failed presidency god guys i just received a sign i'm doing a shitty job my daughter just went to the bookshelf and picked up a terry goodkind book that my wife had wizard's first rule and handed it to me please tell me i'm not doing this kind of schlock
2: oh god why do
0: you have wizard's first rule I don't know. I just before I read it, and it was all cringy. But um, which we're not going to go over that. All right, but so you have your R and R, a nice, right? Some of us come back a little more rested. Some of us come back a little more ready to kill. Like, I have like
4: muscle definition now. Like that's how busy. Like picture Rambo after Vietnam. Like it is cathartic. So you all
0: get somehow
2: I come back with an even bigger head.
0: <laughs> you get. You all get a message to meet in the conference room at uh, the sit Cita- at the time watch citadel so you all show up you find your handler as i mentioned dr uh, D- james white uh, light hall i.e the diamond king because he like look man can smell a uh, smell could sell uh ice to an eskimo as the old stupid expression goes but he has a very slick silver tongue but he also has a very wonderful sense of style like he has the Best synthetic looking diamond jacket that you have ever seen. I mean, it looks like something that Macho Man Randy Savage would have wore back in the 80s during a heyday of WWF wrestling there.
2: Wait, was this the 2380s or the 1980s or the 2280s? Because we've had Macho Man Randy Savages in all of those eras.
0: That's true. And we also (laughs) did have Macho Man Randy Savage pass away right before the rapture. So maybe Skag has something to do with it. Ah, Never mind. That was kind of corny. I'll move on. (laughs) Gen- uh, you, gen- you, you, you never know. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, time's change again. Uh, but it, hey, at least we got job security. This time, America's going to go, uh, the nuclear war is going to break out in the 1960s and across the world. Uh, usually when it happens in the 60s, that means somebody has tried to assassinate Hitler. And for those of you that don't know, I think I end up explaining this in every time watch Scenario. Like, for some reason, if anyone goes back and, like, stops Hitler, then nuclear war breaks out in the 60s between all the major world powers. Like, so if you, like, you actually, if you get shit duty like a certain ape detective or an ape and a uh, 1970s detective from other time watch games, then you get sent to do dirty work of protecting Hitler as horrible and morbid as it sounds. So for some reason you can't fix that. But every time time travel gets invented, somebody always tries to go back and obviously drop a box of toys into a toy. Sorry. sorry. Uh, Somebody tries to go back and assassinate Hitler. Look this time. It's, we've got we got Germany nineteen forties Germany locked down pretty tight. We know that it's not an assassination attempt on Hitler. There's something more complicated than that. It's it's the eggheads and analysis have declared that they are they're starting to pick up time ripples as far back as eighteen sixty five in Munich, Germany. I need you all to go there and uh, find out what's going on, and then take care of the problem. So, war in the sixties. Time ripples are beginning in the and 1865. Things are starting to really kick in.
2: All right. Uh, does anyone have any points in contemporary
0: history? Oh, you can do that when you're there. If you I want. do. Don't I have
4: a, I have one. Go okay. ahead if you Let's want to. So I'm just trying to acclimate myself. What's happening in Munich 19 or 1865? Okay. Yeah. Do I have to spend a point for that or is this just my like common knowledge?
0: You're are, you're using uh, investigative ability or what was it you were using again?
4: What I was asking is if do I need to use the point to know because I have yes. a point in it.
0: Do I already know what I happened? would say with the, with you already having a point in it? Do you have contemporary yes. history? OK, so I would say this with the knowledge you have, you would be able to pick out what's wrong. If you saw it, you would just okay. have to see it.
4: So We just have to go there.
0: Yeah, you just have to go and investigate.
4: Okay, I'm all for it. Let's go.
0: But we now. go! And you said it was in Munich? Yeah, Munich 1865. Wasn't
2: Wagner in Munich around that time?
0: Yeah, you have Wagner. and It uh, yeah. was the Franco-Prussian war, war still going on. How many years did that last? I don't, but yeah, you had Ludwig, uh, Ludwig the Mad King and all that. <laughs> I Wait. would like, like to thank the 1990s video game Gabriel Knight to The Beast Within, for giving me such a knowledge of... Wagner.
2: And I would like to thank um, my college professor who was very, very interested in Bavarian history when I had to take my one history of civilization course in college.
4: Okay. I want to thank the internet. <laughs> Timeline of Munich, Wikipedia. Nice. <laughs> 1865. Premier of Wagner's opera, Tristan und Isolde.
2: Oh, God, that's so great. Because we ahead. know Wagner had nothing
0: to do with Nazis. Oh. Go, go ahead and give me a... Uh, if no one else is doing anything, let's say go ahead and do the uh, time travel uh, check so you can either spend your stitch or make a... Uh, it's a 4-4, four, four, so four difficulty, four lost.
4: I only... Wait, did my time stability, kernel stability get? You said it got brought back. Yeah, to people? Uh,
0: you you had the most weird, relaxing vacation. Ooh. Like, yeah, you're you're doing pretty good. I mean, HR has some questions, but you know what?
2: You were basically a 19th century imperialist in like the 27th century. So good job.
4: Mm-hmm. I have learned nothing.
0: But you feel better about yourself.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna spend a stitch. We're gonna definitely get back to this area because I need to be there to see what's happening.
0: Uh, I'm just random rolling. Okay. Rolling as well.
2: I roll as well. Okay. A five.
0: Okay, you're good. Five.
2: So Adam, um, I have good news about our the dice tower. I'm going to give you next time I see you. Yeah. They're very lucky.
4: Did I get?
0: uh, I can't wait to see it.
4: Did I get? You're rolling like the number of the beast all day long. It's like six, six, six.
0: I just rolled I, a four. What did I get put on mine, by the way? Was it the I know was it Viking, was it the tree or was it the uh, or the Hammer or what was it? I can't remember.
2: Um, I think you did Yggdrasil.
0: Yggdrasil, yeah, okay, the tree. Yeah,
2: Noah didn't do anything. I did Ouroboros, Lorme did Yggdrasil, and I think you
0: did Yggdrasil. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, you got to see. uh what, Chris, post the picture, they're beautiful. All right, so oh, for sure. real real quick bit of role playing here. Time travel looks different from everybody when they do it. It's just it kind of attunes to you. So what does time travel look like to each of your characters? So, Erk, what does it look like when when he time travels? What does Erk see?
1: It looks like a stone cave painting wall that begins to move, and then I walk in, and I join moving
0: figures. Oh, that's beautiful. Awesome. All right. Uh, Skeg? Um,
3: I, my I guess my consciousness will shift through other creatures um that are of the time not timeline i'm moving through um, however whenever i get to where i'm going um, my form uh, comes with me and then emerges from the creature that i last was in
0: that is so awesome it's almost like you're that big whale shark in the ocean that swims with his mouth open and you're just like taking in all these experiences and then wind up there without eating people so that's cool I <laughs> so
2: that skeg gets a stitch for that because that was Beautiful.
0: <laughs> it was. And uh, let's go ahead. This is the order I have your old names written down. Uh, what about you, Kafala?
4: So, when I spin my um, time terrible ring, it basically makes a projection that looks like a round uh, portal that I can uh, jump into. And then I basically go flying through this tube that it's like that ride at Disney where like you're moving slowly on the tram, but like the, yeah. the images are on the screen all around you in the tube, but the images change depending on what I'm like, particularly um, subconsciously fascinated or obsessed with at the time. So yeah. like if it's puppies, it's just going to be like a screen of puppies surrounding me in the tube. If I'm obsessed with uh, Skegg's tail in kaleidoscope form, it's just going to look like that. As I just like go through this like wormhole tunnel, and then um, it just uh, shoots me out, out the other side and it makes a sound like one of those um, noisemakers at a party. So every time I exit the tube, it's like bah! like just like <laughs> announcing my arrival at like, a birthday party. <laughs> oh my god, and there's a little bit of like delayed confetti poof
2: that is the absolute worst. And I will also nominate a stitch
0: for you. <laughs> That is great. It's, a, it's it's weird that everybody experiences it different. It's like you don't even know in your mind. Like nobody's ever said a portal appears and you jump in it and you don't know if this is in your mind's eye or they just they just don't see it. But you know, a lot of the time travel and your mind adjusting to all this is just how you your will and that's what chronal stability basically is. Chronal stability is your will asserting itself upon reality and stuff like that. So it's really deep, deep shit. All right, Dr. breen
2: As the inventor of time travel, um I have much better understanding of it than anyone else. And uh I use my machine and I appear where I need to be. Okay. Awesome.
0: You're That'd all using bad. perverted technology is what I'm saying. <laughs> Very clinical. You arrive in an abandoned like tenement in Munich. So is it just an empty tenant? You just pop into Everybody arrives at the same place. There is a, uh, you know, few possessions around here. You see set up, but tenement, that's like a park, right? Am I th- uh, I'm thinking tenement square.
2: No, a tenement is a very, very shitty apartment.
0: Okay, great. So yeah, you park see, <laughs> okay, I'm thinking tenement square from like the eighties and China. You're thinking of Tiananmen square. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who English, not history. so, Wait, that's a word. Fuck. Let's go. Um, So anyway, yeah. Basically, you're in this time travel to this really shitty apartment. You see an old like looks like one room kind of a place like a hovel. You see like an old Billy stove set up like in a corner. There's a little cot. There's some personal belongings like a clothes rack, no closet, but you see clothes. It looks like a working man's outfit is there, but there's no one there. So you're just in this guy's apartment alone. There's a window. It looks like you are overlooking uh, the snow-covered streets of uh, Munich, 1865. I immediately um, look for an icebox to see if there's salted beef. This <laughs> is a horror. They're, buying, they're living hand-to-mouth.
1: Is there anything in here like um, newspapers or anything like that just sitting around? Okay. So
0: mm-hmm. the way that with this is going to be a quick scene that we're going to do here, like, uh, so you're you are you say you're gonna you're wanting to start investigating. So you you don't see any newspapers here, but if you wanna pick an ability and tell me how you want to use it as you all kind of disseminate through the city of Munich, like I mean, what would you what do you got that would work? Um I think maybe uh, streetwise maybe whatever whatever you wanna whatever you wanna play you wanna you wanna play. Uh, I would say probably streetwise is kind of, yes, gauging people, knowing the streets and stuff like that. Uh, So is that what you want to try?
1: I would say probably notice to see if we see something as we're starting to travel.
0: Okay, so you're using notice. Now, these are not spins. So this zero is point, just, you, yeah. you got it. Yeah, zero-point spins. Uh, anyone else? What would you like to, what's your character's ideas?
2: Is there a university in Munich? Yeah. At this time? All right. In that case, I'm going to use my... Uh, uh, impersonator mesh to pose as a professor. Okay, not a problem. A a foreign professor who is currently work- at the University of Munich as a um, lecturer, and really? basically I'm just going to badger people about uh, what's going on.
0: Okay, so that sounds like really you're wanting to use an interpersonal like uh, skill, or a personal skill like, say, interrogation or intimidation. I was going to go whatnot. with authority. I thought that would work. Okay. Or is, it, that, is that authority or is it bureaucracy? I get, they're two separate. I'm sorry. Give I have games. bureaucracy as well. Okay. But authority. All right. I'll go with that. Um, what about, now, Kafalo? you did mention some stuff beforehand. You were, like, interested. What were you wanting to look at? I want to kind of jump to your yours, too.
4: Um, if the play is being performed, um, the opera is being performed contemporaneously, um, or is it just in the process of being written? Um, mm,
0: this is this would be when it's like Wagner at this point with your knowledge the Wagner plays would have been like he has already established himself as a name by that so point in time.
4: So I would like to make my way to the theater to watch the play um, on my now is this where I would start um, using my skill point in history contemporary or do I have to get there and see it first? On my way there I was going to try to use my charm interpersonal ability because i'm classically trained in opera and i wanted to walk down the streets um singing um nice okay and in, in my operatic voice as i make my way to the theater to see if i can gain any attention of the local theater folk or okay. fine arts patrons possibly score a benefactor <laughs> oh,
0: okay you know but
4: i'm making my way to the theater
0: the best thing about time travel is you could time travel and have tickets it's beautiful. I could, but I'd really like but
4: to charm somebody and
0: get them. So, free, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to get like a general idea of what well, everybody's like going to do. Like,
4: could I? um I'm going to reserve the right to time travel if everything goes wrong, and so right now this is my first chance to get it right.
0: Okay. So, so I'm going to try to
4: charm somebody for some tickets.
0: So okay, and Skig.
4: Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No,
3: go ahead. I haven't started.
4: But I agreed to something that I didn't even think it through. Instead of doing the tickets for the first shot. My whole thought about being a practically trained and appealing to the theater folk is I'm actually going to try to get backstage. I'm not necessarily trying to be an audience member. I could be watching the play from backstage. Okay. And when the, and the Thespian.
0: I will allow you that opportunity. Sounds good. And finally, uh, Skegg, what were you, uh were you For interpersonal skills or abilities, I have authority in high society.
3: Um, can you explain this real quick, I guess? Authority I'm assuming is simply uh being able to portray uh, you know like I'm I'm obviously someone who uh who's
5: in who
0: control. Yeah, I belong here, kind of stuff like that. Okay. Like for example, Chris's character is is like he and this is with um I'm gonna say that like he will be able to pass as a with his mesh on and in lieu of him actually because you know outfits are kind of easy with the technology. In lieu of him spinning disguise, if he's using authority and saying that he's assuming the role of a professor, then like he's not going to be questioned. So I'm kind of doing it in in lieu of that. Yeah, now, like
2: if- I, I I'm not a specific professor. Like I'm not sure. a person, but I'm- I am. I am Doctor Doctor
0: Doctor. And if, push co- and if push comes to shove, like if he has to double down on it, I would allow him to actually spin that point. I say with a zero, a th- a zero point spin, he can do something until there's like a push. You know what I mean? Okay. So authority, yeah, that's how you would kind of just, I belong and, here. And uh, high, high society. High society would be, that would be, as we were talking about, like the opera, uh, trying okay. to get into the opera, that would be able to, you know, Hmm, what did one poor person say to the other person? Okay. I don't care. Yes. <laughs>
3: kind um, of, you can hobnob. Okay, uh, I'll take a look out, outside and see what a crowd of people look like. If there's a window, hopefully. Okay,
0: well, I, you just see people bustling about the streets. So I, you would actually have to go out. So uh, what I'm kind of doing is wanting to get, to get kind of a list of actions. And then I'm going to start kind of hitting them. And then some of you guys can modify your stuff as information goes in because you're okay. a hackneck. So yeah. like that's in- what we do is just to
3: just look outside and see who we're going to, I guess, the crowd of people
0: just see who who's kind of here, like what type of uh uh individuals. Well, you're in a poor housing area. So, I mean, you, you just see people going to work and utter squalor kind of stuff like that. You would have to actually go to like the not poor part of town to like see more. But I mean, from just looking out the window. Like, you don't see anything out of the ordinary, what you would consider ordinary for these fleshy, warm-blooded bastards. I'm warm-blooded. I'm just not mammal. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fun <laughs> fact.
5: <laughs> Biology fact
0: real
2: fast. There's no such thing as warm-blooded or cold-blooded. Those are very outdated concepts.
0: Yep. And now you're going to tell me the humors aren't real, Chris. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, no. The humors are super real. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, um, Eric, what was yours again? Was
1: I was uh, procuring a newspaper.
0: Okay.
1: And okay. what I ima- when I, I imagine that the doctor is monologuing, is that fair? Uh,
2: yes, I'm definitely monologuing. I am always monologuing. Just assume I'm constantly talking.
1: Okay. During the monologuing, Irk will walk up to Dr. B, slap the newspaper in face and say, Irk, not understand I was what happening.
4: <laughs> I want to give a stitch for that.
2: Yes, for sure.
4: Slap we're across sorry.
0: the face with a newspaper, just like, can he get, such a, a, can he get 92 stitches? two stitches? So <laughs> you can, you can, it caps it four. So basically, here's the way that I kind of see everything going out, and we're going to kind of uh, get to the same point. So as Kafala leaves to go, really excited about catching the opera, and Kafala's singing, looking at, like walking towards uh, you know, pulled up the Google Maps version of Old Munich that you have on your uh, tether. You're going about the streets. Irk has returned with a newspaper. Dr. Breen is disdainfully <laughs> and walked out, assuming the role of a pro- of the professor. What is coming up? Like, first off, I will say this. Um, those of you that are looking through, like, follow you're, you're picking this up too. Uh, so this is more of what I'm wanting uh, Irk. And um, Erk and uh, Skegg to pick up on is you're not seeing like as you're looking through the paper like there should be advertisement for Tristan and I- Isold. How's it pronounced? Isold. Tristan and Isolde. Isolde. Tristan and Isolde. Like you should be seeing advertisement for it, and you're not seeing anything by you know looking through it now as you're making your way toward uh, kafala you're making your way closer to the main square of the city and you're looking for flyers and you're asking about you're picking up kid yeah
4: <laughs> <I> pick <laughs> up i pick up a young one you know like a matchstick girl <laughs> like
2: <laughs> street urchin
4: about hello sticks. child you are gross <laughs> ooh, 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 that's kinder <laughs> i
2: don't plan on having you ever <laughs>
4: I, I wonder if it's a kinder egg, where if I break it open, there's a toy inside. Well,
2: if you break it open, there will be a surprise.
4: I consider it. I'm so sorry for that. In oh, no, no, you are we're, we're not getting into any sort of trouble. You're fine.
0: She, my daughter just woke up. I walked in here and told me she was having problems with gasoline in her stomach. Well, <laughs> She has gas. Like, I think she has to burp gasoline. or something. But... I
4: know you're from
0: the country, but you're not that far in the country. Oh, no, we're not doing oh. gasoline.
4: So, we found the surprise, though.
0: Ooh. So, as you guys are going through, like, you're not seeing any kind of advertisements for it. Like, and there's no flyers to people you're asking. As uh, with the mention we're, that I had
4: or this child that I broke open into two that has gasoline dribbling out of it right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't tell the oil industry. They'll be after my family.
4: No, that's literally what we were doing while you were gone. <laughs> oh, God. Tell I
0: me. I a small child,
4: and I broke it in half to see what was on the side. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> the, well, we found out that, that the kinder surprise is blood.
4: Yeah, blood and gasoline mixed together in their stomach. The most fucked up shit that's ever been said in one of my games. All right, moving <laughs> <on. down. I laughs> love
2: y'all. That's definitely not the truth, Adam, because I've said some deeply fucked up shits.
4: Oh, I'll run that race with you any day, Chris. <laughs> we'll just go to the finish line. <laughs>
0: so, what What you pick up as I fight off a child trying to reach for my dice, what you pick up, Skag, with your high society as you take keeping this in mind, looking over the paper, you know that, uh, Richard Wagner and his operas, like, they should be the talk of Munich, that Ludwig II was just absolutely obsessed with paying for Wagner's um, operas. Some even said that it was a romantic attachment that he had for Wagner. About this, what you're seeing, you see no mention of Wagner in the papers at all. So on the street... Now, like I said, you guys are connected. These are the best ones that I could find that kind of fit with what you're saying. So as you're looking through, you're not finding anything about Richard Wagner existing. So is everybody communicating on TACnet?
2: Of course. At least I am. I am constantly talking all the time.
0: Is there anything, role play it out? I'll say, Chris, that your character, Breen, hasn't made it to the university yet. It's just these are the ones that kind of fit best. I'm still talking all the time, even though I don't
2: know shit. <laughs> I think that's that's a character choice.
0: So in true history, though Rock Wagner was a rock star of his era, you know. You're not seeing the rock stars. We don't we don't see the racist. You do not see the racist.
2: Brownie, Jeff, Laura?
4: So as I'm singing, you know, like the greatest hits from like Wagner's repertoire, especially like the really dark, like discordant ones with that I'm trying to do like by singing all the parts as one person. But anyway, um I'm not getting any sort of like recognition from the street or any sort of like like was there a sense that like he never existed or he has disappeared.
0: Yeah, you're getting you're getting people are looking at you like you're crazy. One person well, one person <laughs> stops like that you have such a lovely song. Oh, you're singing this is a beautiful song. From what opera is that?
4: And I just keep saying, you know, Tristan und is old. Tristan und is old, and it's just
0: nobody, nothing. No. Nobody. Huh? Uh, uh, I have to check that out sometime.
4: All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we need to time travel. How, do we time travel backwards in order to find out if he was ever born? We need
2: to figure out where the timeline
0: split.
4: Right. Like, was he in existence ever?
0: So basically, what you you guys need to kind of you know tone this out now. I will go ahead and say this with your knowledge of contemporary history and what Chris has in- included that he understood, like of the actual history. Yeah, some like there is some attribution to the music of Wagner has been an inspiration for Adolf Hitler. It helped him kind of yeah. develop the image of his Ubermensch. Now, yeah, what, it's dark as fuck. <laughs> yeah. What doesn't make sense is that, like, you know, where Bogdan... I lost my train of thought when a kid ran in the room. Uh, but what doesn't make sense is, you know, alone how this music was um, responsible for, like, this war in the 60s and stuff like that. I mean, it's one aspect of the, the, the puzzle. But, uh, so, I mean, you're getting some kind of conflicting messages, so to speak. I'm rattling. But, so... Is there anything anybody would like to research?
2: Uh, yes, I would actually like to. You said it was
0: 1865? Yeah, you're in 1865.
2: I would like to find somebody at the University of Leipzig, a uh, Friedrich Nietzsche. Okay. Another um, big influence on, uh, well, Adolf Hitler and pretty much all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Because he was also deeply inspired by Wagner, so I want to see mm-hmm. if this guy, who is should still be a student,
0: I think. Okay, sounds good. I wasn't pre- planning to pre- portray Nietzsche, but okay.
2: <laughs> I'm sure you weren't. But keep in mind,
0: I am deeply interested in the history of philosophy, and I know jack shit about it, other than don't gaze into the abyss, or the abyss will gaze back at you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what are you? What would you like to hunt up Nietzsche <laughs> about?
2: So at this point, uh, Nietzsche was deeply interested in Schopenhauer and Wagner, mm-hmm. specifically their ideas of the will to power. So I want to see what they are thinking of at this point, okay? Or what he's thinking of at this point, if he still exists.
0: Uh, no, you you do find Frederick Nietzsche. You like able to infiltrate the college and stuff like that. You're able to you know use your authority. So I need to see the list of enrolled students so forth and so on and you do find a appropriately aged Frederick Nietzsche at because I have no fucking idea uh, how old he would be in 1865 I believe he would be in his 20s sounds good no, but yeah you see you find him inside of a classroom listen to a lecture on Germanic history
2: alright well I'll wait till he's done okay. and then I will grill him on what he is currently interested in
0: okay so, what are you trying to? What kind of points are you trying to spend here?
2: Um, in this case, I think it would be. Well, we're dealing with Nietzsche here, and Nietzsche had a very, very fragile ego. So, taunt. Okay. Uh, the way I imagine this going is that Nietzsche is dealing with a professor who uh, is above his station, and dude always had authoritarian principles. Yeah. Which is what created the world power movement and like the whole Ubermensch bullshit. Yeah. So. So what are you even reading at this point? It's nonsense. Nonsense. I say <laughs> to create a
0: child such as you. Well, he still has a beautiful handlebar mustache as I quickly Wikipedia Nitsi. Like, after graduation in September of 1864, Nietzsche commenced uh, commenced to study theology and classical philosophy at the University of Bonn Mm -hmm. in the hope of uh, becoming a minister. (laughs) He looks at you. It's God! God is dead! Is that the right guy? He is the God is dead
2: guy. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you, 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 you got the classics.
0: You played the hits, Adam. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. ACDC, dc Well, here's a little back in black for you. But yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, he rattles on with the appropriate but uh, defensive tone about like what he's studying at the time. And as you kind of work the conversation over to the music of Wagner, I, he just looks at you. Who? Who are you talking about, Wagner? So I'm sorry to drag it out, Chris. <laughs> no, no, that, that's, that's actually really interesting.
2: The fact that he's <clears throat> continuing his philosophical interests without actually, without the input of Wagner itself. If I so that just something else.
0: If I had actually thought about it, I'd say that he was actually becoming a preacher. <laughs> like, no Wagner, there is a God. But returning to it, so, sorry. The uh, basic gist here is you all know that Wagner for some reason, he never rose to fame. So would anyone care to do some research? Like, what would you do? Like-
1: well, I I think I would get out my tether, which with the impersonator mesh probably looks like a book, but looks like a piece of hide stretched across some sticks. <laughs> and have, have been watching documentary on Wagner on it and find out that he started his path towards music in 1820 uh, in Possendorf. And we potentially should go there to see if he, is alive and the uh, the pastor of school to see if he's uh, being driven that way or something is happening to cause him to stray away from you.
0: What you do pick up with the research here is that um, you do see that, you're, like, are you going to time travel there to see? Yes. Okay. So uh, you can actually just go ahead if you want to. It could be a singular deal or the whole party can go. It just depends on who wants to make time checks.
3: Uh, I was considering driving back, too, because, uh, um, I mean, just, there's a chance he never actually wrote the, the ring either, so right. um, I'd be willing to go back. Which so I further was, back to what I was thinking, but I uh, think it'll work.
2: I was thinking of trying to pin down in our timeline when the timeline changed and that's so, what I'm
3: trying to do with going back to when
1: yeah. he was inspired to get into music.
2: Yeah, okay. that, that's that's a smart move, but I think we should also kind of like spread out a little bit, try to figure out maybe there are a bunch of different aspects of Wagner's life that we could are look you- into.
4: One of my ideas was that I wanted to see if he had ever been born and so if I go back to his birthday, yeah, May 22nd of 1813 um in Leipzig at number 3 the Grohl um Then we can see if he actually ever existed. I mean, everybody talks about going back and killing baby Hitler. I want to see if he existed
0: as a baby. Let's jump with that one. All right. So,
3: So we're doing uh, Affinity Wars where each jump back to different time points to do something. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, now we're thinking
2: with time travel.
0: (laughs) So, let's go ahead and start with the earliest one. So, um, Kafala, why don't you go ahead and give me a time travel check?
4: Okay, do I have to um, say how many I'm spending?
0: Yeah, yeah. unless you're using a stitch.
4: Mm, I could. Yeah, this one, it needs to be a guarantee I'm going to use. My dice have been letting me down, so I've used a stitch to time travel.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you arrive back at the uh, time when Wagner was born, and um, he wasn't really, like, at this point, he wasn't Wagner. Uh, Wagner was actually, his name is Richard. was Richard Oh, excuse me. Wilhelm Richard Geyer. But yeah, you do find, as you go to back to 1827, seven, seven, excuse me. 1813, is that what you said? Yep. You do find that, uh, yes, he, in fact, was born and he was alive and well as an infant.
4: Okay. And what would be our next closest point that we want to jump to All
1: right, so, to check in on him? I would say probably the time when he gets inspired to getting into music. What, yeah.
0: was, the, what was the time period? Uh, eighteen
1: twenty. So eighteen
2: twenty. When he was old. seven years old,
1: when he was sent to uh, school by his stepfather after his father had died, and was taught piano. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you get a beautiful, and I probably should have narrated the previous scene as you insert yourself into the time stream. There, uh, what do you, as you're or where are you want to check on him at?
1: Like uh, a little bit after he was uh, enrolled in the school to see if he's <laughs> there being schooled. It looks like it's a school away from home kind of thing.
0: So what's to, what does he want to look like?
1: Um, a short and squat workman of some kind.
0: Okay. Short, squat workman. So you met with your impersonator, Mesh. Yeah, you make it in there. And in 1820, he is sitting in class, alive and well.
1: Five on the time travel check.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Awesome. All right. So we've established born. We're established 1820.
3: Um, Who's next, I guess. I'll be willing to...
0: You can also time travel in the same time. Yeah. So if you wanted to, like, you just don't. Ha- you could time travel to the next room if you wanted to. So you know, think of it that way.
3: I'm assuming that the, t- the tether I can pretty much look up anything involving yeah Yes, Yeah,
0: sure. Like this game actively tells us in here to look things up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well,
3: knowing that the uh the the ring was written uh, or started to be written in forty eight. Um, I had like to travel to that year um and then l- check with uh, th- that timeline to see if uh his previous works had been written you know stuff that he would normally have written um prior to eighteen forty eight was indeed written um and see if see if something had changed sometime between when uh, uh i think it was Burke went back to nineteen twenty you know, I'll, give
0: you, I'll give you something, and I'll give you more if you give me history. Cont- uh, if you do your time travel check, give me contemporary history if you'll do it. I
3: correctly. don't have contemporary history. Okay. But I will do I'll, a time travel
0: check. But you know what? You totally – yeah, go ahead and do the time travel check. To, I'm just going to roll it. All right.
3: And I get a four.
0: A four. Yeah, That's you make it, and you do not see as you're researching – Like I, I guess what, archives or where you, where you actually look
3: Newspapers um uh, I think actually this time he was in Dresden, so I don't know if I can i mean it's time I'm assuming I can move through space too yes. Yeah. Uh, so i'll I'll go to Dresden um eighteen forty eight uh and just look through in the newspapers for um nothing um if he was had written anything nothing nothing
0: no no record of wagner anything of okay. That? What do you got in your abilities? Hear me. Look at your characters. Um, name. I have ancient history, obviously. Mm-hmm.
1: If it was a skill, the claw.
0: Yes. I would. Well, you did give me a very, very big de- uh, explanations. But uh, so, what I will tell you this, this is in lieu of actually spending the point. You, <clears throat> with the description that you gave me, you look and you see no mention of his name whatsoever. You don't even find any mention of William Wagner whatsoever. So you have narrowed down that. Um. That by the forties he was already gone. You said you had um, high society. Correct. Like, where would you? um, That sounds like something good. So I'll tell you. I'll do me this. Like, I'll I'll go
3: to opera houses locally too and see if there's been any recent uh, performances or advertisements for his uh, uh, works at this time. Uh,
2: May I make a suggestion? Sure. Instead of going to opera houses, talk to creditors.
0: Okay, I can attempt that. Wagner was notoriously bad with money. Yeah, that's why it's great for him to have a wealthy patron such as the <laughs> Second. But even with this, uh, give me a. Why don't you give me a? Uh, you got research? Do I? You give, give me, yeah. You have. Well. Oh wait. yeah. Okay. Yep.
3: All right, um, I'm, I'm, I, well, it's in three
0: different categories. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm, see, this is, And I do want to apologize to the players and the listeners. This, this is the, the the most daunting part of doing a time travel game. Like, it's got this almost sandbox kind of element here. And just trying to make see what I have and what you have kind of fit together. I would say that in your research of this, you even get to the point of where you start looking for, like, death notices. And you start looking up, you know, William Richard Richard Geyer. And you learn that in the spring of 1827, a 14-year-old boy named Wilhelm Richard Geyer was assassinated by unknown murderers during the opening performance of his father's play. No one was ever caught. There's no other details available.
3: So I think we have a pretty specific date and location.
0: So, yeah, if you will uh, go ahead and just mark that point of research off, I probably should have asked you. Nope, that's fine. That's can you so, repeat that date? Yeah, uh, 1827. All right, so before he
2: started studying music, too.
0: Yeah, so he was 14.
4: No, he was in school. Yeah, he school was 14 at the time. In but, um, but in 1827, is it before or after they moved back to Leipzig?
0: In real history, uh, he moved back to, to Leipzig from Dresden. And this was mm-hmm. around the time that he also uh, found out that he wasn't a gayer that his father was actually a Wagner. Mm. So he was uh, going with what Eric had researched. Like, yeah, uh, Geyer slash Wagner was interested in music, and his father or, you know, stepfather was involved in that kind of stuff and inspired him as well and stuff like that. But, like, you know, he was snuffed out with an assassination before things kicked in. So we have got got, uh, the knowledge of when he passes away, I will say, since I've already had everybody do one time check, and I'm not going to be like, row it, row it again, row it again. Like, I can say you all jump back in uh, to 1865, unless anybody wanted to do anything else, so you all can return back to the empty tenement. Nope, oh, that's solid. Right. So I think someone's still there.
2: I was basically doing all my research. Yeah, I was basically doing all of my research in 1865 to figure out where the timeline changed. Yeah. But it sounds like y'all jumped back and figured it
0: out through fucking up yourselves. So, thanks! I, yeah, I, I would just, like, you had to actually go to where he lived to see it. Otherwise, like, why would a university have, like, death records and, you know, from there? But, uh, so, what's the next plan? You all have an idea of where to start looking to fix this problem? Well, you, can, you know... 1827? He, yep. Yeah. 1827. So was it the first,
2: added? One, the first question we should ask is what is killing? Why is killing Wagner at this time going to change the timeline? Because we have to figure if we figure out first principles, then we can solve this more completely.
4: Well, one of the things that came to my attention is that in January of 1828, he first heard Beethoven's Seventh Symphony, and I feel like that may have been a linchpin trajectory point for him to become a composer fall more yeah. deeply in love with music, and yeah. somebody was trying to stop that from happening. And since it happened so early in 1828, they needed to off him in 19 or in 1827.
2: Yes, but we also have to keep in mind that this is clearly some form of way that they're trying to try to keep us from for, uh, keep Hitler from coming into power. So we're dealing with an anti fascist aspect. aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, God, saying, I always hate it when I'm fighting anti fascists.
4: So we want to like keep this and find out who's doing it and why like just keep this timeline
2: i think the smart move is to go back see the changes see who's doing it then go farther back and take them out before they can do it
4: but if this so we have to keep the timeline as is because if somebody does succeed in taking down hitler will lead to nuclear war is that what we're working with yeah so we can't We can't let this timeline exist.
2: And <laughs> let me tell you, being <laughs> on protecting Hitler duty
4: sucks. That really, you know, I was beginning to like this game, and now I just find out it's all a bunch of trajectories of protecting Hitler. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: well, the first game that Chris ever played, I, in- I introduced Nazis, and it's just the second that Nazis popped in, it was like, I throw a grenade. I'm going to make yeah. a grenade. I'm going to kill them all. It's like, it was just like total TP. Like, he killed them. Every- every- like, the plot just withered and died on the vine. But I hate fascism. You now I,
4: understand how I felt killing those cockroaches. The cockroaches <laughs> were just basically Nazis. <laughs> oh,
2: I don't blame you. Technically. so See, I'm,
4: I'm the good guy, quote, air quotes. So, fighting
2: mean, Nazis, you're always the good guy, That's morally. That's true. Skyfire only thing enough to
1: make
4: not kill Nazis. Yes. Can I give a point for that? Like a stitch point? For that response, I don't
0: even know if we're a yeah. character. Yeah, please yes. go for it. Hey, Brownie. By the way, just you're doing such a wonderful job with that. Don't be surprised. So I've kind of got a a campaign I've been working on piece by piece with Joe and Aaron and Ethan uh, with Time Watch. Like, like I may one of these days if one of them can't make it, I'm like, all right, you guys got a new partner today. It's this rogue caveman. Yes,
1: could be there. <laughs>
0: um. So are we all going to travel back to 1827? I would honestly
2: suggest we travel back to a little bit earlier, like 1826 and then just for a year. Shadow Yeah, just shadow them for a
0: year figure out figure out who else is shadowing them. Okay. That sounds good. Was it, like anybody else?
4: I think that in 1826 when he wrote um and conducted like his first play his first creative effort, Blue bald? Well,
1: mm-hmm. we know we know when he's assassinated, so we should probably keep it fairly close to that time, so we're not.
3: I think the, the well, I guess time doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, um, it's just, we, we are literally we literally <laughs> yeah. have control of time, which is why I I'm like, saying go back sooner and just case him. Figure I out like if they, anyone else uh, casing him.
3: Is there a problem in intersecting your own timeline though?
0: No, like it's it's kind of cool how this stuff like they're not if you see you. You don't like, like it's not going to create like a grandfather kind of paradox or anything like that. But like, unless you actively like
2: fuck with yourself,
0: but shoot it's, yourself. <laughs> it's it's kind of a thing. Uh, since spoken amongst time was it spoken amongst time? Watch like if you ever run into yourself or you've run into any other time travelers, you don't really like unless it's absolutely necessary. You don't talk to them because like. You say them saying something could create a paradox in itself, like with your knowledge and stuff like that. And, like, so unless you really want to just, you know, fuck with somebody on a hey, is this gun loaded kind of level, like, you typically just don't walk around and like talk. So, yeah, you could see you. There's actually a move. Like, if one of you guys decide to do it, then I'm gonna have to say, I right, hold on a second and let me find this page where you can say, oh, yeah, my future time self, like, after I get out of this, I'm going to go back into the past and help me out. And you could summon yourself out into a fight. You have to make a hell of a check to fight with yourself.
1: Irk, have idea. <laughs> get cream, oh, no. bug, replace Wagner. Catch killer.
0: <laughs> oh, you're wanting to capture uh, one of the Azura? This this oh, you like got a bad idea. You've got an impersonator, Mesh. You could be Wagner. Yeah. But Do it. Going. Okay, sweet. So let's do a combination of A and B. Like if, um, if you will, like let's say that we're all going to travel back to midpoint of 1826 and follow him from Leipzig to Munich. Is it not Dresden? Like, it's Leipzig. Excuse me. It's Dreddson from Dresden to Leipzig. Yeah. Yep. So let's go ahead and do some time checks or stitching. I'll do a check. I'll make a roll.
1: I'm kind okay. of lousy
0: with stitches,
2: so I'll just.
3: All right. And there got, got a four.
2: Okay. Uh, I will spend a single point of chrono stability. Okay. Thank fucking Christ, I did.
0: I always thought it was Jesus H. Christ, but okay, let's go. And uh, Jeff, did you say you made it? Yeah, I, I got a four at least. All I right. think. it's was... And he stitched, so it's just Kefala now.
4: I spent three and I got a three, so I rolled a six.
0: Okay, awesome. So yeah, you are well. Actually. Yeah, that's that's fine. So you can, you know, take the thing. So, yeah, you managed to move yourself back into time to Dresden. You like just for a little bit of flavor text, like you've located the family and where they live. Like, like, how are you inserting yourself? Are you just quietly watching or are you like a part of their life? Um, well, uh, my drive is tuberous, So, of course, I'm making
2: myself part of their life. Irk must watch Dr. Irk Handyman. <laughs> uh, I am a music instructor or a religious instructor, whatever whatever, makes more sense.
0: Okay, so you're putting yourself as a teacher? Yes. Okay. I,
2: I will, if I can, uh, assume the identity – well, not like
3: take over someone's identity, but um, the role of a servant for the family, I suppose. I think they were wealthy enough to have servants.
0: Yeah, they were, well, you know, they kind of, they were poor in the like upper class area, I think, because they had a lot riding on, the. from what I could tell in my research on uh, his father's musical and stuff like that. But, I mean, they were well enough off to, you know, have those luxuries there. And they I were found...
2: formerly rich, basically. Yeah.
1: Okay. Rich person broke and normal person broke very different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, Kafala doing?
4: So I'm trying to figure out if I can be an opera singer in this time to cross paths with them. Being
0: you, well, I tell you, like a good place to be is like his fa- his stepfather's putting on an opera and dress, and you can mm-hmm. kind of you can kind of insert yourself into that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: And like how we're
2: all inserting ourselves when we really shouldn't be. Like this is great, a plus. <laughs> <laughs> good trade craft, everybody. Well,
0: so we'll go ahead and say this because I don't want to role play out one entire year and stuff like, so we're like, you are in his lives. You all see him all the time. And even when, you know, he's not in your classroom or you're not trying to make a musical name, by the way, uh, since it was mentioned, Laura, let's do a role for like, or a spin. Like what can you do to insert yourself as a, it's since you're kind of putting yourself in a position where you're going to be a performer during the musical. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you like? How are you going to insert yourself? Are you going to use high society? Are you going to, um, I would say if you even with authority and stuff like that, I would say that with your love and background in music and opera and stuff like that, you, you could, you know, like insert yourself into Gayer's father, which senior Gayer's father's life and, um, Become someone he works with, to where they like you. Actually, travel to Dresden and so forth to perform. I mean, like for something more in depth, other than I I'm your school think teacher, I high society.
4: Think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, if
0: you also keep in mind, you can travel back in time
2: like several years before us to embed yourself as a deep agent. Yeah, well,
0: like you, do, you time watch agents. No, don't know.
4: like we came up in we came up, you know, like how all the music kids, like they all kind of know each other because they go in the same circles, and they're all doing the same, like children's theater, and if it's dads in theater, like it's it's been like a lifelong. Like here's the thing: here's you want to know the dark backstory to this. Sure. Is that I okay, mean, but you know, basically, since I went back in time to make sure he was born, I basically can't. I use my subterfuge or impersonator to make myself like a baby at the same time and then literally like grow through the stages of growth at the same time with him.
0: Okay, so you're growing up as a child. Literally
4: growing up together, impersonating a baby, being a literal adult as a baby, (laughs) and then going through using my impersonator mesh to make me go through the stages of childhood development and like grow like literally a second period, or a second um, puberty, and like yeah, who wants, who wants to, to give her
0: that? Who wants to give her that point? Yes, uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> Holy <laughs> right, I t- fuck! Okay. I went
2: through puberty once, and never
0: again. All right, so it was so, better
4: the second time. You like know what's happening? I <laughs> like
0: I don't. I would like let's let's pick a middle ground because I don't know how much body modification and stuff like that we have with this. So I would say that like maybe you could like you have created like you took a robot back in time. With you, so or and then maybe you, a nanny, and yeah, but no, I like the idea of you growing up being Wagner's childhood friend and stuff like that, and doing the music. So, like, you know, while you're a toddler or, or a newborn and toddler and stuff like that, like it's not like Can you I have be.
4: a robot nanny. Can I literally have like a Rosie that goes back in <laughs> time with me and like looks human? So, like, they're always looking out for my well being as I'm in my like baby body form. So I they're don't just,
0: like die in, in the process. Preparedness check, I would say difficulty five. And you can have all this, and you can have your backstory. So, I mean, you can, like, you've got the impersonator mesh. You've got the baby, like, you've got the parental figure. If you give me the robot, then I will say that that's it. And then, yeah, you're the child prodigy.
4: Now, I have a preparedness of eight. I would like to spend three to add to my role.
0: Yeah, okay. You you also
2: could use your preparedness ability to just succeed.
4: Oh, I don't know how that works.
2: So, yeah. um, your booster, like yes. once per session, you can ba- basically just have a, a plan to s-
0: plan succeed without any rolls.
4: Uh, let's do this.
0: <laughs> in fact, the <laughs> robot was already there waiting for you. Like you, like with you spinning that, like the robot made itself well, well aware of. Um, I think you actually start out in uh, Leipzig. Uh, yeah, you start out in yeah. Leipzig. Like boring. the robot's there. It, hold on, hold know, on.
2: So this is uh, specifically called a flashback. Yep. You can narrate a flashback where your group prepared a secret plan in the past, even if no one had been aware of it until now.
4: Yeah, this is literally so, my favorite ability, Laura. Like Ocean's Eleven. Please
2: <laughs> narrate this terrible plan, because <laughs> goddamn, I'm impressed. So, what you you, a
4: you, I'm narrating how I set this all up.
2: Yes, like you're Ocean's 11-ing this. Oh.
4: Okay. what you say goes all right <laughs> get ready um i'm basically tinkering like Geppetto working on pinocchio um tinkering for years you can
2: travel through time as much as you want by and, the way
4: years and years and years um and like my hair goes gray and then like i have to like time travel back like and then just like i'm trying to build this like automaton robot and so once it's finally built, we go back in time. I install it as a gift the Christmas before I'm born in my family's home at rural number four, which is next door to <laughs> number three, where Wagner was born in Leipzig. And so basically it's almost like, you know, those tall nutcrackers that people keep in their house. So they have the robot in place. They have no idea what it's for. Once I'm born in um, in the house, not in the hospital, in the home, the automaton robot comes to life. And suddenly the family realizes, my family, that I've like inserted myself into, because in the original timeline, they did never have children.
0: Oh my so, God, you mim- you tagged mim-tack, them and had their, brain, their brains think that they had a kid? That's so dark.
4: Yeah, no, Go this is it. their life now. <laughs> I am their life now. This is really dark. And so I basically... Like use them. Like I inserted my egg into their nest, and they You're now have to raise me. And so I'm a full-formed adult with all my intelligence abilities in a baby's body, going every single day, like with the changings of the help of my automaton robot, to like take me through this childhood development undetected. Um, and it's just, it's something. It's a very long. Process. It's a very yes. arduous process, and um, and then I'm constantly getting in the good graces with um, you know, Wagner's family before he was Wagner, and uh, you know, I knew the guyers very well, and just basically had to intertwine myself so tightly that they would never think of casting anyone else in their plays, um, because they were the ones who helped teach me how to sing. These next door neighbors that I grew up with. And I almost came to love them, and right. uh, I just had to remember the mission at hand, and um, and just had to make it all the way to the night of the performance.
0: Hold on, let me pick my jaw up. Okay, damn, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, you're amazing. <laughs> all right, so uh, boom. God you, damn, you yeah, you get anything? a stitch for that for me.
5: Yay! All right,
2: all right.
0: so <laughs> holy shit, that's fucked up. I, it's beautiful. I like she she grasped it well. <laughs> All right, so you did so much better job than I would have done. So um, for everyone who isn't uh, rewriting writing people's minds, uh, we'll go ahead and say like everything from you know hold on childhood, uh, everything from uh, the time period where they're in Dresden to where they're moving back to Leipzig is uh, pretty uh, pretty normal. Like you're like kafala has been inserted into the family's life uh everyone else is monitoring where kafala can't and then the move goes back to lipzig now as we fast forward ahead i want to kind of know for those of you that aren't impersonating uh like a childhood friend and working on a musical that's being produced by gayer Wagner's father gayer stepfather um what are you going to be looking for on uh like What's the plan on the, are you waiting for the theater? Like, what are we doing?
1: I would say um, that I, go ahead. Not
0: no, Brownie. no, Brownie, go ahead. Uh,
1: I would just say that I would have inserted myself as a gardener and then just watched for anyone new, probably eight, two years ahead of time, and then watched for anything new or suspicious.
0: Okay. So what kind of skill would you use for that?
1: Outdoor survival.
0: Outdoor <laughs> survival. Okay. Befri- I was...
1: Befriending the children and them what's good to eat.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, let me find what I'm looking. So yeah, like you definitely got that. Do you have any? Um, are you as you're going through with this route? Like, are, are you using what are you using to follow? Like, look for assassins or anything like that? Though, I mean, you're in the life. Like, I would say that you know you've inserted yourself in, or you're the gardener. I, like, you're a part of it. But is there anything that could you could use to kind of watch out for?
1: Uh, spying notice or notice? Yeah. Supplies.
0: Yeah, I'll say, you want to give me a point spin on notice?
1: Yeah, I'll spend a point.
0: All right. I will say, I'm, like as you were tending the garden, so as their place when they get back to Leipzig, you know, it's wealthiest in a nice part of town, stuff like that, two stories. It's, they, they live a little bit more on the suburbs, outskirts kind of area, uh, enough to have a garden and an area to take care of. But you start noticing as you're walking around doing your duty that you start seeing cameras. That are, have been rigged up on just, you know, one of them could be the light pole. One of them's uh, up high on a branch in a tree. And you kind of have an idea. Like, if you triangulate this, you kind of have an idea of where, like, that not only is a uh, Wagner being watched, but you kind of have an idea that is uh, there's somebody watching from an apartment across the street.
1: I might argue this would be a better spend for spying.
0: That's fine. I'll take that. All right. So we know that Wagner's being watched from across the street. Uh, Chris,
2: can I you? use science to figure out if it's if they're being watched if Wagner is being watched through unnatural means?
0: With science, I would say that you can actually spin that and you are getting the chrono radiation of time travelers and in fact like sure, like, all right yeah give me a spin So yeah, I'll what you got is you're getting levels. So, like, how are you walking around this state at Leipzig? What, what persona are you playing now?
2: I am Herr Herr Teuger. I am the local nanny, and uh, I, I am teaching Herr Wagner how to about um, science. Okay. So Natural philosophy, as it is known at the time. Okay.
0: So, what you're doing, as you're you got your machine. Of course, you know. Obviously, you have it disguised with your impersonator, measures something else. With your size, you're you're picking up uh, two different trails of radiation. You see one centered on the part of the uh, the apartment uh, across the street, but you also are picking up on some traveling radiation, so to speak. So, like, you get the impression that there's one person that's constantly watching and you get the impression that there's another person who's constantly like going about on the street.
2: Okay. So I'll, uh, inform that to those of us who are not directly attached as in the child. Okay. The, uh, quotations child.
4: I'm just an adult in a baby's body. I don't see what's so weird about this. I've got the cigar and like the stubble. I'm like, Hey, Hey kid. <laughs> oh, oh sorry. Hey, Hey kid.
2: <laughs> hey kid. You want to know what a dead body looks like?
4: Do you want to know what children look like when they're filled with gasoline?
2: No. As an adult, no. (laughs) Um,
4: But as a child, nothing but curiosity. All right, I'm done. I'm muting myself.
2: (laughs) I appreciate you, Laura. But um, what I'm saying is to those of us who are not directly tied to the thing, Uh, I'm pointing out these these specific things and suggesting they look into it. And I'll like I'll build a machine for them if I have to. Do I need to make a tinkering or something? Uh, yeah, if you want to,
0: yeah, sure, sounds good.
2: All right, um, I will spend two points on tinkering. Okay, and for somehow I managed to make a crazy steampunk machine that tells you where time travelers are. That is a four with the two points spent.
0: The Two points were really spent just to make like to hide the actual technology that you're using to make, uh, you know, your your pipes and bells and whistles, so mm-hmm. forth and so on. So, yeah, like you've got it, and you're constantly, whenever you're using it, you have uh, you kind of have a beacon, I guess. You say. Are you would, are you thinking of it kind of like a homing device or not a homing device, but like a sentry, like an alarm it's- on top of?
2: Partially alarm, partially a thing to direct us specifically at whoever is
0: out of the time the timeline. Okay, cool. Yeah, you've you've got it. Uh, steak or skeg. Um, I, I mentioned I was going to
3: take a, the role of a uh, servant. Um, I guess my name would be Frederick Gerst. And um, but Gerst, I wanna be. You
2: have the uh, the machine. Sorry, Herr Gerst. You have the machine.
3: Okay. Um but i i guess the role i was would 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 want be also greeting and uh any guests coming to you basically not just uh, like i'm in the kitchen working but i'm doing a lot of the um uh i guess chauffeuring guests in the house uh, I wouldn't be able to they would be close to anyone who's coming in to meet uh the family specifically the father uh kinda of take note of why they're there whether it's for know, business or there's visiting. Um, use my sense of smell to uh, uh, see if there's anything unusual with them, If there's another bug or something else. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure that would be probably be spying as well in that.
0: Well, we've already made one, we've had one spy. Yeah. Leak.
3: Maybe authority or high society is might be the best ones I have. Yeah.
0: I would say with zero points fans, yeah, you've kind of got yourself inserted into life. So here's what I'm wanting to ask everyone here. Uh, You had the information. Are you going to act on it beforehand or are you going to wait to the actual opera?
4: So I was thinking of using my military tactics as a performer on stage to try to like, basically like if we were Lincoln in the the Ford Theater, like just try to cut it off before it happens.
0: So... Okay.
4: That's what I wanted to do, but I'm open to suggestions if there are other uh, ideas.
2: Personally, I would like to see what happens, see who did it. We'll
4: let it happen and then, happen and then in reverse. And- yeah, that sounds yeah. better.
0: Well, the, you know, you can actually, you know, from time travel, and as we kind of did in the first scene, like if you fix things, then, like if you stop this, then everything snaps back together and stuff like that. So, like, even if you got into you know, guns blazing battle in the middle of an opera house as people run screaming out and stuff like that. Like, if you can figure out the root of this problem, then it never happened.
2: Exactly why I want to destroy them from the timeline at the very fucking roots.
4: Mm-hmm. I like Dr. Brain
2: is not sane, is what I'm saying.
4: <laughs> Do we lose, like, sanity or any, oh. anything like that when we see, like, the murder happen in front of us?
0: Yeah. like, Well, here's the thing, like if the murder happens in front of you, then everything continues. And then there's nuclear war in the 1960s. So like you would have to time travel all the way back to stop it after it happens, which is a possibility. So if you went to watch it all play out and if you can fix it, that's fine. And if it screws up, then all you got to do is make like a really hard uh, chrono stability paradox check. And then you could go back and take care of the problem elsewhere, so to speak. Or you could, or you could just go back further in the timeline to eliminate the problem before it even gets to Lipstick. Does that make sense? So you could replay the scene. Or the you idea could...
2: is that we need to figure out who caused the problem, either before it happens, or then travel back in time and fuck our brains up.
1: Okay.
0: So, if, we we, co-
1: we know where they're being watched from. Yes. We're that sounds like a lead. Solutions Flight of winged helmet something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah, videos I mean, are working.
2: Literally, what you could do is, like, we, we know where it's coming from. We could just do straight up gumshoe tactics, detective. Like, you break in when they're there and threaten to beat the shit out of them until they tell us the information we want.
4: What year are we in? Were there across the street listening? 27,
0: 1827.
4: Mm, so I'm not in baby form anymore. Okay, good.
0: No, you're you're not assuming your so, final form yet, but So basically she's baby.
4: Not in twenty-seven. I'm
2: sorry, I was just
0: making a dumb joke. You would you'd be oh, fourteen.
4: Yeah. See, I'm like nobody puts baby in a corner baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so but Brown, brownie is wanting to go ahead and like head it off at the pass and laura was wanting to go ahead and uh do like, distract
4: ministry. basically like literally if you need that door opened i'm gonna be like selling girl scouts haven't been invented yet so like i can basically just like matchsticks yeah i'll be the matchstick girl
0: <laughs> chimney sweep
4: i'm actually assuming the form of the one that was like broken in half like you know, in that other timeline, so oh, that oh, child can live again.
0: Jesus. So, where are we going? Like, uh, do y'all want to? Uh, are we attacking the apartment now? Or are we waiting for the opera?
1: Let me make uh, one more attempt at convincing. <laughs> Kefala, you like Helmet Woman, right?
4: Who is Winged Helmet Woman? Flight of the Valkyrie. Oh, the, yeah, that's true. Fat right, lady. Yeah, the fat, the operatic. That's what I thought you meant. We, Am we I said- that person? Is that my final form? Is that you. my Pokemon evolution?
1: We we save Wagner that year.
4: So you're telling me I need to eat a lot of food and get really fat?
1: No, I'm trying to tell you that in a flashy way, do this thing even if we reset the timeline, you will be what inspired Flight of the Valkyries. Mmm. That is beautiful.
4: I'll do it. Dun dun dun
0: With light
2: and fire.
4: I'll do it. Okay, Skeg.
0: And where are we doing it at? So I know how to plan.
4: The theater, <laughs> the night of the murder
0: okay just Oh, no no. Know.
2: oh I mean I was <laughs> actually about to talk to skeg skeg yeah.
3: yes you're you're oh, the gardener correct it.
2: so we figured this out we figured out who they are I don't think we have to go
3: to the opera house
2: I don't think we well, we can take care of this before it happens
3: oh we could do that anytime, couldn't we
2: yes but we can do it now before we have to deal with any sort of coronal instability do, do That'd you know be good do you know the the math involved with it it's it is mind-blowing. I'd rather not deal with it, because I have to solve all these problems after we go through these situations.
0: Let's do, let's do it first, then. Okay. So now we have two and two. How the hell do we fix this? <laughs> and, uh, so... I'm sorry not to cut in there. I'm just trying to figure it out. So,
1: we do before it next to Wagner House, he's still write Opera. Implying that the <laughs> apartment they're being watched from is nearby the home, and we could do it there and do it loud.
2: Okay. If we take them out before they have any sort of historical footprint, then histor- history will snap back. It will just go back to the way it was beforehand, and we don't have to deal with any of this chronal instability. And uh, the machines that we have to work on to make the chronal instability just not necessary, won't even activate.
0: Awesome. So how are we doing this? So make up a plan, and we'll go ahead and do whatever you all decide. I think uh the doc and I
3: are um trying to hit head us off early,
0: yeah, okay, uh basically,
2: my plan is to hunt them down beforehand and take them out through basically destroying their chronology so that they could not actively exist in this universe. <laughs>
4: does this mean that I have to go back and kill that murderer as a baby and then take its place as a baby <laughs> and then go through the exact same process all over again with my childhood development so that I'm standing across the street now instead of what, well, but I'm also the girl that's living next door. And so I, I mean, I could. Uh,
2: Sometimes you, Sometimes you got to break a few eggs to destroy reality.
4: Yeah, well, I'm going to be breaking eggs in in utero, um, so that this person's <laughs> completely subsumed by my identity, and I will. <laughs> I mean, there are other ways. I'm open to suggestions.
0: <laughs> okay, so like, if you're if you all are going in for the attack there, or or at least find out about them, like, just tell me what you're going to do. So you know the place. You know, one of them is always kind of moving around. Like, are you going to coordinate it? Or are you going to hit one of them? Like, are you, what What are you going to do to do it? Like, like, you don't know anything about these people right now. My suggestion
2: that... is to hunt down these two people, figure out who they are, and then go back in time to the point before they had any influence on the timeline and kill them. Okay. Sounds um, good.
3: Can we even go back and, and wait yeah. to see who actually comes into this apartment?
0: Yeah. If you want to, if you want to make an unobtrusive check, Go for it. Like it might you have found you tell me how you find your perfect hiding spot and uh, yeah, just give me an intrusive spin and you have the info. Let's see my...
3: hmm. Sure. I'll I'll throw two points at it as well. Okay. And it doesn't help me. Roll a one. Okay. So I get so, a three.
0: So you found a you found a spot and you see what you do what you do pick out is like even with the failures, like you're you, you've kind of triangulated with the radiation patterns and your military tactics that you mentioned that you had beforehand. You kind of had the good spot and you figure out, you know, where to watch and you're seeing like you're watching the apartment you think, but you see different people walking in and out all the time. It's never the same number of people, but just after changing uh identity or appearances. Yeah. So yeah, you it's a you know, it may be a man one day, a woman the next day, and it's a, like it's never it's never the same thing. Um, somehow I would
3: like to get a uh a factory uh detection or you know. Um just wanna know if this is more bugs or if this is other agents using a uh um impersonator mesh.
0: I'll say with the fa- with the failure you haven't really been close enough to catch a scent, but there's also a lot of scents going around the city. You know, plumbing and all that wasn't really the greatest, and sanitation at the time being, and then you know the amount of humans and their animals and stuff like that is just—it's kind of overwhelming. It's just too much to pick out one thing. What have I a point? Spend a point, yeah. Spend a point, and what you get is—it's you tone out the one smell, but the one smell isn't—it doesn't smell human. It smells. It doesn't smell organic. It smells like a machine, like metal. Oil like,
3: and such. Yeah. Okay.
0: And maybe that's what was throwing you off the whole time. Like you were smelling for one thing, but it took you a while just to tone out that what am I not? Like, what am I smelling here that doesn't fit in? And it wasn't anything organic. Okay.
3: So these these people aren't, they're oh robots of some sort or cyborgs or something. There's
2: something. Okay. Hmm.
3: I will definitely Cyborg. relay relay that. It might be at the doxa uh, Creek.
2: Excellent. I can work with this. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> so if they're cyborgs or robots or non-mechanical you know, men, automata of some sort, that means that they don't have the standard biosignatures or chronological signatures of any of us, which means that they will be easier to track. This is perfect. So, uh, you, cave man Rook.
1: Yes, talker.
2: Yes. Okay. So I need you to go to a local nuclear power plant, and I need you to get you specific, specific prop things. If I can get if I can get the right things in this era, then I can build a machine that makes us makes it so we can figure out who we are. Uh, inorganic. And if we can figure out who's inorganic, then we can ex- immediately tag those who who shouldn't be here besides us.
1: No no Skyfire home here. We break, then pass? Okay,
2: so hmm. uh, in we, that case... We
1: break metal men no need no.
2: We don't know who they are, though, but if we know, if if we can hunt them all down beforehand, then we're fine. We've got two. We've got two? Yeah. But we don't know if there's three or four or five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten or eleven or seven thousand.
4: Is my nanny automaton coming up on this radar? Probably. Okay, I want to put a stop to that.
0: Well, it's you got your signature. But I mean, it would be. We know. We know who the nanny is. All we, right, we make her okay, an exception
4: it. of uh, to the to the murder rule.
0: Yeah, we we
2: we we just need to build a machine to find the Cybermen and we know which Cyberman we can't kill.
4: Oh, well she's a Cyberwoman, so problem solved.
2: <laughs> okay. Alright, so I mean, I watched that episode of Tor- Torchwood and it was a little creepy.
0: <laughs> Alright. A little gross. <laughs> That's so,
4: gonna be the tagline for this episode. Okay.
0: So <laughs> I'm gonna say let's do this. Alright, so, All right, so uh,
2: if we can get the materials I will make the tinkering check and I will build the thing, and we'll find it, and we'll get rid of them. You do preparedness. <laughs> I don't have preparedness. Well, I mean, if somebody else wants to do preparedness.
0: Other than that, it'd be two chrono stability checks to go back and get and come back. So
4: I already know how to build an automaton. Do you remember how many years I took to build that nanny?
0: As so, many as, yeah,
4: yeah, As many as it takes. And when I used um, my preparedness to do that before, did mine eight in general abilities, did that number decrease at all? No, or? that was
0: that was your cherry for having 8 in it. Now everything ah, going on is spending.
4: So how can I help in this situation?
2: So with
0: my past
4: to, expertise and knowledge.
2: You, you can roll a die.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and if you get a 4 or above, that's a success. Mm-hmm. Since you have a ridiculous number of preparedness, mm-hmm. you can also add to that. Okay. Fun fact, if you roll double your... Like double your base roll, like if you say I want to have a... I I spent 7,000 points of preparedness and you roll a 6, then Mm -hmm. we are prepared out of... It's critical 6. We're prepared out of the shit.
4: Now, I don't understand the system as well as Call of Cthulhu, so like I just heard basic success, you know, things like that. What do I have to hit to get an extreme success? Just roll a 6 every time?
2: Uh, Sort of. Uh, You have to roll double your base success, so you have to get an 8, basically.
4: Oh, okay. So if I use four points before I roll? Yes, um,
2: but if you, like, spend six points and get a two, that won't quite count. Right. Yeah, like, like basically, it has to be...
4: Four is like, the minimum I have to get.
2: Yeah. yeah. You, you basically can't buy yourself into a success. So what
0: were you saying, Brownie?
1: Uh, Rook spends two points of preparedness. Okay. <laughs> rolls a five. Mm-hmm. Reaches into loincloth, hands doctor exactly what he wants.
4: Oh, (laughs) no! But is it organic or inorganic?
2: Why do you have plutonium in your loincloth?
0: It's okay. Rook like glow. (laughs)
4: That's That's the glowing sound. (sighs) All
0: right. So you have your stuff. You do your tinker and you'll have what you want. All right.
2: Let's roll this. I'm going to spend three points. Okay. Because I just want to succeed no matter what. A five.
0: Okay. You have your
2: device. All right. So this device, this device points out time travelers. We know exactly who we have to deal with.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know exactly who. So yeah. And like, when are you going to strike them? I'm just a tech guy. Yesterday. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: just tell me now. Like, tell me the scene. Like... Daytime, nighttime, at the at the apartment, like what are you doing?
2: I'm the techie. Like y'all have to decide on this.
0: How many are there? Uh, two. Just a two. Yeah, just just uh, well, there's a two radiation, but with uh, with the device that he has made up, you you get one that one of them is uh, organic, but it doesn't leave the apartment. It stays there the whole time. Hmm. So yeah, your your you know robot detecting device. That is finally attuned to that. Yeah, you you can you can pick up the robot wearing whatever whenever, but you also know that there's someone that stays in that apartment. So okay. maybe it may be like a double double front kind of thing. If you're wanting, unless you're wanting to catch them together, did they move around within the uh, uh the, the organic one? Does that move around? The organic one stays in the apartment. I mean, within the apartment, does it move? I, I mean, it stays it. In there all day, is that what you're asking? Or does it yeah. leave the building? No, it never yeah. leaves the building. Okay. so on stake out. Just jump in.
1: or, or say to catch robot outside of apartment to attack apartment same time.
0: I agree. All right. Who's going Sure. Where?
2: I can't fight.
0: You can shoot, kind of. You, you take the mechanical. You take the mechanical guy then. Oh, you can tinker him.
3: Yeah. Sure.
1: Doctor sure he can't talk to death? <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, you get a you get a stitch for that right
2: there. <laughs> I love you, Brownie. All right, Eric, I would punch you in the mouth, just but I'm pretty, smiles, pretty sure would break
0: my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's club with hurt. Okay, so you picked the opportune time. It seems like at uh, who's at helping uh, me with uh, robot? Eric, help, doctor. Eric, right. doctor, robot, skeg, kafala, Organic. <clears throat> okay. So we'll say you're doing this at nighttime. You have timed it to where the robot has left the apartment and it is uh, casually patrolling the streets. Like, we're, like, how do you want to get the advantage here?
2: All right, Erk. It's time for you to learn how to actually use time travel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what we need to do is we need to study his pattern then we need to travel back right at the point where they're most most vulnerable and that's when we take them out um well i go ahead
1: while the doctor is talking to eric eric just walks away to a fire escape over an alley where we know the thing goes and would it be athletics or scuffling to jump down on it <laughs> you know imagine- what I, I would accept after talking with his finger up and he just turns and walks off the fire.
0: I would accept either, but like, I mean, athletics sounds like a pretty good, um, like you're kind of using your body as a weapon instead of just grappling. So yeah, that's what I would go with.
1: Sure. I'll spend four to jump down upon it with my club. I mean, okay. And I rolled a two for a total of six.
0: Okay. You succeed and you're just braining it with the club, right? Correct. all right, so yeah go ahead and uh road row damage
2: How oh, how can I even respond to six?
0: This? what was that just a d six yeah
1: yeah na- natural six on the d six I don't know if all you right. add the four from the athletics to the damage or not, but
0: uh I think I think it's just you're buying you're buying to hit unless you have like a particular cherry like we're like shooting you would um spend extra points after the fact to do more damage kind of thing like that so yeah. Uh, you say six, that's a minus. Okay, boom. You, cra- you t- catch the robot totally unaware, bring the club down right on top of, it's assumed a man's form, and a, uh, like, normal worker's clothes kind of outfit, just dropping down, boom, right on the back of the head. Thing falls to the ground and immediately starts trying to get up.
1: Can I say that I knocked open an access panel so the doctor is tinkering?
0: You know, I would say that you've got it prone. To where the doctor can jump on and use tinkering. So the doctor, I would ask, like, since he's not as robust, like, you need to make an athletics check to land on the robot, and then I will say that that substitutes uh, for a um, scuffling check.
2: Great. Uh, I'm uh, okay. I have three points in athletics. So I guess it's... I'm going to spend
0: all three points. Well, Chris. Here's what I was going to say. I, I, I'm saying with the fact that that thing's knocked prone on the ground is It's oh, oh, three. I mean, it's just, like, boom, it's flat there. You're just having, like, you have a three difficulty to, you know, land on it and land on it in the right space to where you can automatically start.
2: All right, I'm still going to spend eight points.
0: Okay. Because
2: Dr. Breen is not very strong. Okay, four.
0: Four, yeah, you definitely, uh, you get it. So you land on the back. So I will say that uh, we'll go ahead and say this next turn, since you bid your role to do that, I'm going to jump over to the apartment real quick. Apartment people. Um, is it possible for me to get a floor plan for the apartment? Yeah, give me a preparedness row. You can have the floor plan, or i tell you what, if you want to make an architecture spin, you can say that, you know. Do not have that. Okay.
4: I have architecture and preparedness.
0: It's either or. I mean, if you want to do an architecture kind of plan, like. I would well, here's, say, here's, I guess here's my long-term idea.
3: Okay. Um um, well, I like to get like get get the plans, figure out where either a like a, a bedroom is in the apartment. Um, because I'm going to assume whoever this is, if, if it does eventually sleep. Um, but then I'd like to do a time travel back to see to it that a access area to that bedroom, maybe perhaps from the roof or the attic, is built. Uh, so there's an easy way for me to get into it now.
0: Yeah, if y'all want to co-op on that, say if you wanted to go back and, or if Kafala wanted to do the time travel with the architecture or, or if you wanted just to time travel and leave like a window open in a, a neighboring apartment or something like that. Yeah, or, or like a, a literally, larger window.
4: I live in the neighboring apartment, so I can do whatever you need me to do And my growth journey. Like if you need me to leave a window open for you at a specific time, I can do
0: that. You want to have sure. a key. You want to actually have a key to the lock. We have the deepest agent. You, I'm, so, I'm
4: in so deep.
0: <laughs> but
3: yeah, I want an easy way to get in there, um, and then wait for. Um, I basically want to be in there, be able to be in the room as they're approaching, but not have to sneak in. Like I just want to perhaps time jump into there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what? If you want to just time travel into the room, boom, you could do it. Just you know, made to check. Or a stitch. Or a stitch, indeed. Okay, I'll do that.
4: Can he get a stitch for that move? That idea of going yeah. right into the room?
3: Yeah, just boom. That's fine. Um, before that, out if I can use tinkering on my pacifist disruptor, um, I don't want to make it where it's lethal, but I want to enhance the ability of it to
0: stun. All right, so mechanically, here's what I would do for that. If you wanted to... Uh, crank up the juice but not damage it. I just accept that and basically the benefit that you would have for that is when you shoot someone with a pacifist. Uh typically they gotta make a stun test. So it basically means that I would have to roll to like resist a stun. I will say that if you if you do this spend I will I would have to roll an at six uh to okay. to succeed that. So you can walk in there and boom kind of deal. Now we, this has been coordinated, so why don't you all do me another favor, Kafala? H- how are you assisting with this timed moment? What are you doing? Like you know, you've worked it out that he's just gonna boom go loud in there real quick, and how are you gonna like distract the person so that they, you know, don't like have time to, you know, they're at a disadvantage. You know what I mean?
4: Oh, we're gonna have like some teenage makeout sessions happening. Like there's gonna be actually um I'm not no, kissing an ape. <laughs> um you know that scene in like to catch a predator where like there's just like a staging because aren't it? am I fourteen at this point? I don't yeah. want to get into any underage shenanigans because that's just wrong. Um that's like a trigger warning that I don't want to get into. Yeah. So um what I like, actually
2: like John Hughes movie in this.
4: Yeah, basically. And so um how old are the people? Or we don't know.
0: You could be you could just be a you know, you could just because can I change my impersonator mesh?
4: Yeah, I want to change my imperson because I am a twenty eight year old woman, and we are not messing with any stupid underage trigger warnings. So, okay, um, I'm going to make my impersonator mesh into my twenty eight year old woman form, yeah. and I'm going to try to do like a, uh, you know, like come hither
2: right, personality, it's like a too. like
4: a charm attack, basically. Um,
2: Jesus fucking Christ, this is messed
0: up. On on Steg? Like, are you working this No, no no, Steg? no, 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 no.
4: I'm trying to distract the people that are in the room because Steg's gonna make his appearance. Isn't that oh, what i are doing?
0: Okay, so you're gonna create a scene by yes. being you're gonna make people they've, roast.
4: if they've been across the street for this long, they've seen me grow up, and like I'm basically gonna blow their minds because they're not gonna recognize I'm gonna look like an adult version of that 14. Your old girl but they know that i'm 14 and not 28 so they're gonna wonder like my you know mother sister aunt like they're they're gonna be so confused
2: so you're gonna john hughes this for sure
4: mm-hmm. it's like oh, mm-hmm. you
2: wearing overalls before but now she's hot and
4: she like takes the glasses off and like lets the hair down and like it's just it's a total john hughes moment Ugh. and there's <laughs> And, and then somebody
2: dies in a helicopter.
4: You know, hopefully, if we're lucky. So, yeah. So, I'm going to do that charm attack where I'm, like, completely confusing their sense <laughs> of time attack. by being 14 years out of time um, in their minds. So, yeah. That's that's what I'm going to do. Nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But it is a John Hughes moment. And 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 just, just for the icing on the cake, I'm actually going to bring back some uh, soundtracks from John Hughes movies to play. <laughs> <laughs> to further the confusion of what this new music is, a la like Bill and Ted, you know, like uh, okay. music of the future.
1: Wild Stallions.
4: Wild Stallions. And we can actually do that <laughs> motion of air guitar. Um, they're going to have no idea what I'm doing when I'm making the air guitar motion. But yeah,
0: we're just going to take it there. You're going to give me a charm to... spand or something?
4: Yeah, I think I need to. to. So I think I have memories. to give you the full point of my charm skill. <laughs>
0: All right, yeah you you are ca- causing a raucous scene, and uh, boom. I
4: mean, we are from 1983,
0: so. All right, so like, let's finish this action up here. So, Steg, like, go ahead and make your row, or your you spend your chrono. So, are you just popping in there and Gatting? Well, right I, I spend
3: a stitch to time jump. Um, yeah. I'll spend a point for tinkering on my pacifist if he, if I need
0: to. Uh, yeah, if you want to if you want to lower the thing down to. Uh, uh, I got
3: Get a one plus a one, so it's two. So
0: that's probably okay. Not well, you still got a pacifist, so you know you're you're not too sure yeah. of it, but you still got a pacifist. So and you boom, you time travel in the room, you see just before the whoever it is enters. Yeah. Well, they never left. Like okay, you just, yeah. You just boom. You're in there, and you see someone looking through uh, a set of. Um, Binoculars, like staring down at the street at something. A jaw slightly agape. That looks like it's a uh, a woman. Um, she is uh, not even really super dressed up or anything, but uh, she's just wearing the ta- the clothes of the time. She's sitting there watching it all, mouth agape, and you have your t- attack of. Uh, Opportunity, like when I say a woman, I mean, like the only thing anachronistic about her entire deal is like you think she's actually wearing kind of think about this. She's actually wearing period piece clothing instead of anything being meshed on. But her hair is uh, cut much shorter. That would have been appropriate for a woman during that time period. But yeah, so go ahead and row shooting. Okay, um, I'll spend two points. Okay, go ahead and row uh, five. Five and that's a hit and I did not make succeed my throw. So poof, they're out. Cutting over to Team Robot. Robot. Alright, so the robot gets to act. So the robot is going to get the robot stats. Robot is going to try to sling Dr. Breen off of its back and Great. spending one but it's at a disadvantage because it's flat on the ground and all it and I row A, four. So unfortunately, I'm still like, fucked. No, you, well, you're still hanging on, but the thing's on your back. Like it's it's stood up, and it is like uh, kind of like give me an athletics row to or scuffling to hang on.
2: Uh, I'll spend two point my two points in scuffling to do this.
0: Okay. Eight. Oh, you're hanging on like a, and with that being said, go ahead and make like uh as uh, erk does his action, you can go ahead and roll for your hacking or tinkering or whatever you're using to shut it off.
2: All right, I'm going to spend three, uh, four points in tinkering, actually.
0: And I will tell you what, Urk, how are you assisting? I'm trying to hold the uh, the
1: robot still.
0: Okay. So scuffling, scuffling and this is going to be a difficulty of five, because here's the thing: when you put your hands and try to grab onto it. It's like it's malleable, like all of a sudden, like it starts squishing in your hands a tad bit. And it's like the mesh that's wearing, like that is wearing of a person starts fading in these spots. And it just looks like T9, uh, T-1000 type liquid metal kind of stuff.
1: All right. I'll oh. spend four scuffling to the doctor to hold it still.
0: OK. And I rolled a five. OK. Psh, you got this stuff. The trick is you got to go for center mass.
2: Um, what bonus do I get from, uh... I'll give you a plus one. Okay, in that case, I spent four beforehand. That gives me a plus six. Well, that I that gives you, me a six.
0: I was gonna say I'd let you redo that, since I asked him to assist after you rode.
2: Okay. Well, then I'll re-roll.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank fucking I'm, Christ.
2: Uh, that's a ten.
0: <laughs> off. I'll well, say with that, yeah, you just totally shut the thing off. It collapses. It, resu- it resumes its shape. But it's turned off it like so the liquidy part that was starting to like move when you grappled with it just, when you let go and it slumps to the ground, it just reassumes its form.
2: I grab something out of my uh out of my pack and just like shove it into the spot where I know that the uh t one thousand sort of
0: recenters okay, so the the base part of it, yeah so i mean yeah, yeah you t- you've totally disarmed it yeah. it is out, so now that uh, we have an unconscious person in the room. You guys are all tac up. Why don't you role-play what you do next here? Who did I uh, uh, stun? Okay, so you want to rifle through their be- their b- belongings? Sure. Okay, Okay, I would say that um, as you go through a wallet, start. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's like, this is a weird mixture of technology that you haven't seen typically with the uh, little fleshy apes. Like, there's high-tech equipment in the room. You know, you you have the the high-tech binoculars. You see, like, a a stun gun. You see other stuff like that. But at the same time, like, you find an old wallet that looks like, I mean, it's actually, like, made of leather. It's nothing futuristic. It looks like with your contemporary knowledge that it was, uh, you know, judging by the smell and the age and all that, you kind of think in 20th century maybe. But uh, you find an ID for Agent uh, Sparrow. Of Mi6, how was
3: Mi6 related to Time Watch uh, Citadel?
0: Also, Mi6 is like
2: the, they. I think Mi6 was started in the nineteenth, in the twentieth century.
1: Yeah, we all get recruited from our own time.
0: So, uh, Kafala, are you are you where are you going?
4: Well, instead of stunning anybody, I'm just stunning. So I basically turned back into my fourteen year old. Form once I'm safely back across the street in my own home, um, and is our goal now that the like the T1000 is subdued yeah. to take it with us to when we or do we want to remove it from the premises? Do we want to? Is it is it completely murdered or is it just like um,
0: it's off? I mean, if you never turn it back on, it might as well be murdered. Mm-hmm. I'd deactivate it, but
2: it mm-hmm. could be reactivated. Hopefully, the memory will still be there.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: But, <laughs> I'm a scientist, and I can do it. Yeah, I
4: think that's... Go ahead.
1: Can I use Streetwise to know where I could easily get a hold of a wheelbarrow and spoon it into the wheelbarrow and bring it back to the apartment? Yeah, I
0: I say that uh, if you wanted to use disguise, I say that not only are you able to, you know, the wheelbarrow is, like, would be easy, but you need to not like you know create a scene like where everybody's like, "Oh my God, what's wrong with that person?" Unless you can do some kind of he's been drinking again kind of bullshit or anything like that.
4: You or just... I could weed well, the garden real hard so we can have like a bunch of cover and stuff like that for what's in the wheelbarrow. T
1: one thousand is liquid metal one, right?
2: Yeah, uh, that that'd help. We just we need to get into a quiet spot away from this era of technology so that I can mm-hmm. fuck it up.
0: He or wants to get wanted. in there. So I'll the tell suit. you what, Brandon. Give me one of, give me one of several checks. I mean, like, you can get the wheelbarrow, or you can do it more obtrusively imtru- uh, um, and like get the wheelbarrow and like pour gin on it. Like, give me a preparedness check. Just I have a flask of something. It's just like, oh, you know what they're doing. Like this out drinking.
1: I'll spend, I'll spend three in disguise then. Okay. And roll to four.
0: So yeah, you totally have got this. No problem. Like, so yeah, Dr. Breen, like, or I guess, are you guys reconvening at the apartment or what? I'm still there. Yeah, you're still there. I would there. say
1: yeah. we bring him to the apartment where the person's already, sued, so we're all in the same place.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So we can go ahead and say that flash ahead. You get a couple odd looks, like, with your disguise. So, how did you disguise him, by the way?
2: It's just a strange liquid. That's all.
0: Oh, so this you broke the it. Oh, we so yeah. you just broke it down to where it was like creek looking stuff floating around there. Get away! This is mercury. It'll kill you. Fertilizer. Oh, okay. Especially no problem. New fertilizer. So yeah, you know, I, I would even say that like with that spin, you all actually just take your impersonator mesh and kind of you will follow Doctor with Doctor Breen's help. You all just like it just looks like you're just pushing a wheelbarrow load of mu- of dirt.
1: Doctor, need dirt for experiment again.
0: <laughs> all right. So it was Flash Ahead. So you have a wheelbarrow, which Urk had to actually pick up and kind of carry into the place, and everybody is in the apartment. I will say that uh, Sparrow is waking up. um, Unless anybody wants to do something.
2: Can I spend a point of science to make them chemically neutral and unable to leave
0: the wheelbarrow they're in? I say you put a destabilizing agent in that with that spend. Sweet. So... You know, until it's taken out. And actually if you honestly, Chris, if you were talking about going center mass, let's just retcon it and say that that's basically what you, you said when you stabbed it and stopped it with your previous spin. That's pretty much like you can sure. just do that. I don't feel like making you double spin. Okay. All right. So Agent Sparrow, how did you how did you bind her skeg? You do?
3: Um, I would like to at least try to identify his autocron
0: and remove her, it from him. She doesn't have an Autocron. No autocron, uh, but you know from your time travel experience, like not everyone has Autocron Some some dumbasses you've even seen drive around in a DeLorean. Okay,
3: um, I'm I'm questioned if I even have opposable thumbs in the same way people do. Uh,
0: you do. Uh, well, okay. we, we could say like you can manipulate it. I wouldn't nitpick it. Like you've been a, you've yeah. been around humans long enough to manipulate things. Besides, the Jurassic I'm, Park Velociraptor opened the door. Jeff. Sure. yeah uh then i i will i will
3: um get some rope or somehow to tie him up
0: okay yeah bed sheets rope whatever you you secure them everybody is there agents ferro's uh what the oh my god
2: hi there (sighs) ruined it all yes you have and we're trying to fix it right now so i have a very very important question for you how much do you like your organs
0: Stitch point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of fond of them. I mean, what, what do you want? I'm, I'm trying to stop the greatest war known to man. <laughs>
2: no, you're not. The greatest war known to man is World War III, and it doesn't happen.
0: Do you have taunt or what, what social skill are you spending to get <laughs> I like, have, leverage?
2: I have taunt, intimidation, reassurance, authority, and bureaucracy. You tell me what you want. Let's go with taunt. Oh, you're stupid. That's okay. Taunt
0: seems more like a provoking thing, so what are you trying to provoke out of them? Oh, uh, let me finish my speech. Okay.
2: Oh, you're stupid. That's okay. A lot of time travelers are stupid. And then they learn. Hopefully you'll learn one day. So why do you think you're so fucking stupid that no other time traveler would ever try to stop World War II.
0: Well, well everyone, you don't understand. The Nazis—they win. <laughs> like they, like I gotta beat them. You, you got? What year are you from? When 19, were you born? I was born in nineteen seventy-six. Oh, so
2: you're from a shitty timeline. I got that. That's fair. You're still stupid, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, so, we're gonna fix this problem to make sure that the Nazis don't cause World War III again. What? But I have a very important question for you. What? Open or closed
0: Casket? She just looks down, and then looks around the, the room, like... I look. break in at this point. Okay. I mean, if you, you go with Closed
2: Casket, that helps me out. Like, I can use you as an experiment. Oh, God. <laughs> you're, you're terrifying her. Like, okay.
1: I... Put one hand over the doctor's face and hold it, pat her on the back and say, don't worry, we all try once. You come with us.
0: So, are you, care to spend reassurance?
1: Yeah, we'll happily do.
0: Okay. Look, look, the Nazis came back. Like, we, like, we had, we were fighting, we had it, and then, like, and this all happened before I was born. But then they ended up getting this technology, and they, they started bringing in stuff, like, from the future or whatnot and like so like some time traveler gets to the nazis so i thought that if i get to the nazis or if i eliminate the nazis first and there's nothing for the time traveler to come into so i you know I, I took my i you know i took my uh time machine and i went here and i was just like i knew i knew wagner inspired inspired hitler and i just thought well if i take that out there it's a little less conspicuous. there's been other agents that have tried to go back and take take him out. Hitler out directly and there's always it never works. I always get stopped. So I thought, well, why don't I why not go to the thing? But you see, like I I got to I, I'm doing this to help. Yeah, we are from all, a doomed timeline.
1: Your mouth is with hey yeah. We all try one.
5: <clears throat>
1: Our job helps stop this. And <laughs> you can't see, but I'm air padding on a back.
0: Oh, okay. That's uh, she. She appreciates that. Anybody else want to? I'm uh, trying
1: to recruit and tell her that she can help stop this kind of thing.
0: Ooh, we ooh, ooh, uh, well? well, you got to go back with me. If we take out the okay. time traveler, then we have it.
1: Time thing we have all of.
0: Okay, so like, let's uh, take a little table time here. So it is 11 Eastern Standard Time. Like, how is how are Jeff and Laura doing right now? I know Laura is like, um, like, don't have to like get up early. Jeff, are you good? Or maybe do I'm Laura? Fine. I don't know. I mean, I've got basically, I've got one last scene I want to play out.
4: Let's do it.
0: Okay, yep. and it's a, this is going to be quick. So you guys are taking them back to Time Watch Citadel.
1: Attempting to recruit her is what Uruk's trying to do.
0: Okay. Well. Meanwhile, I just, I just want them to die. Look, you, you help me. And I'll 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 join time watch. I I no, she don't know it's time watch, fuck, I'm sorry. She join you you help me, I'll do anything. Just help me stop them from winning.
1: Uruk looks
2: I just like I like I skeg. slap Uruk. I like like surat, slap Uruk's hands over my mouth. Which I'm sure is comical. Just like let me speak, let me speak. I look over
1: at Aruk and Skeg and make an eye movement. Should I?
0: Yeah. I I'm I've got lost, I'm sorry. Uh, skeg. Oh, okay. Skeg, I'm sorry. Skeg
1: or Kafala, should I let him speak?
4: I'm like, just like, nodding furiously with my hands clasped together like I'm waiting for the next episode of my favorite TV show.
1: Let out a deep sigh and let it go.
2: Yes. <gasps> okay, well, I have good news for you. If you follow us, it won't happen, ever, because that's our job. But you very,
4: very nearly
2: caused the end of the world. So I have good news for you. We're here to help you, my name is dr breen, and i invented time travel so where did you learn how to travel
0: huge eye roll with the with the underground with the underground the underground
2: who's the underground tell me please give me everything
0: what you, was we? you know about it I, I, look from, from british intelligence the underground resistance we we narrowed it down to uh, it's nineteen nineteen forty and uh Gottel Germany. It's 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 where, it's like they're doing like everything before that wasn't so fantastical, and then like all of a sudden, you know, it they they had all this weaponry that was way beyond and just devastated everything. So yeah, keep going, keep going, please. So yeah, oh yeah, like if you think you can fix it, since you've already stopped my plan, like if, all we got to do is go back <laughs> there and figure out what. What happened? Oh, I,
2: I don't have to fix it. I have to figure out where it started, and we can stop it all together. I have good news for you. I invented time travel, and I know everything about it.
0: So do you all want to, like... You want to join us? Are you going to... If you'll help me. We have
1: all time. Let rest then go. Okay. Sure. Gambit is then to refresh the general ability with a rest.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, so... You're basically, you're saying you'll just take it easy and then for a little bit, yeah, it works out. So, you I mean, you've already got a partner. Are you going to reactivate the robot?
2: Where did this robot
0: come from? We found him. You found him? Where did you find him? From the Nazis. We took him from the Nazis.
2: Uh, you have to be more specific. I've been dealing with Nazis for literally millennia.
0: I, I, I 2000 2020 somewhere early like late or i don't know okay so what sort of are, are we dealing with analog
2: technology digital are we dealing with is it apple microsoft is it linux is it Spend ubisoft two preparedness
0: she uh, what was that now
1: Spend to preparedness
0: okay Roll
1: rolled 5 into loincloth hand the doctor a nazi liquid metal robot restraining bolt
2: I can learn so much from it if I just know the basis.
1: This make it listen to you.
0: (laughs) Okay. So like, she basically, Chris, is saying that she does not know where they got it, but they managed to find uh, like, stop it and deactivate it, and then their scientists just programmed it to follow their orders. Okay.
2: Okay. 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 So you can someone who doesn't understand programming as well as me can figure this out. Oh, God. Just give me give me two days and i'll <laughs> okay oh i'm over the moon thank you thank you for trying to kill hitler
0: she looks very confused <laughs> okay so we're going to do like we'll say over the two days like everybody gets rest up so as uh, the good doctor like what are you ta- like what are you like trying to study about the robot
2: oh i'm ripping it the fuck part so i can figure out how it works so i can use it in my own experiments
0: as you are going through it basically what you figured out is that there's a central solid controlling piece to it like a central board and then the rest of it is just uh kinetically attached that can reassume like so there's there's like a square robot robot part of it
2: but uh, so it's it's like a magnetic putty with a, an interactive like an, an internal computer.
0: Yeah, so there is a base to it somewhere. It's not completely, you know, a liquid and stuff like okay. that. And,
2: and, and how does it how does it transmit the thought? How does it transmit the uh, the information?
0: It's artificial intelligence, Like right? God, is that what you're asking?
2: Damn it!
1: <laughs> Rook think
0: it's something like Bluetooth.
2: <laughs> artificial well, intelligences blue. are impossible to figure out because they they grow.
1: Someone figure out you are not smart
2: enough i s- i swear rook i i will take that club from you and i will beat you to death with it so you that you end up in the mouth of a fucking tyrannosaurus rex
0: eh. so to make a time travel suspend that uh, to the 1940s in germany it's kind of a big deal like you know you're not supposed to um like travel there they keep that like tightly under wrapped so you know basically what i'm what i'm saying here is if you guys like i need a spend of uh bureaucracy if you want to communicate with time watch to get them to lift a restriction for you
2: in character i could uh out of character i could do it in character i'm too obsessed okay Anybody anyone else, else got bureaucracy i
4: have yeah. negative bureaucracy. and i'm a little new to this game with a little less baggage or baggage that i'm so traumatized by that i can't remember <laughs> So I don't see anything wrong with this plan, and don't think anything could possibly go wrong.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's it's not a
0: bad idea at all.
4: Yeah, let's do this. bureaucracy spend?
0: Okay, let's well, spend. Like, what, what's your excuse? Why, and what would you say? Like, or just are you just going to relay the situation? Like how it's connected, or like, you just tell me? But you're you're basically getting them to lift the ban on travel there and well, allow your tethers to go there.
4: Who exactly am I talking to?
0: Who like, I say that it's lighthall. Like you are able to contact your handler?
4: So I'm just going to be like an Agent Carter to his Captain America and basically just ask him to give me a chance. Okay. What he may not realize as I'm talking to him is that um, I want to apply Keep Up special booster to the rest of the team. So that if he does allow me permission to go back or to go to this time, that my allies can come with me
0: okay i'd accept that it's totally like well if you think if you think you can make a difference but mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's like you've got to be careful
4: and i just start singing those 1940s you know wartime songs to like get everybody's spirits up like it'll be fine the boys will come home you know <laughs> Okay.
2: <laughs> meanwhile breen is just like in the background just swearing <laughs>
4: And I'm just like, I'm just like, I got my tap shoes on, like, yeah. Okay. The whole version of my existence is four costume changes. I don't know if you guys have figured this out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put on a little, you know, just like rah-rah show, and then we're gonna go to 1940.
0: Okay. So go ahead and give me a time travel check.
4: Okay. I have to burn beforehand, right?
0: Yeah, unless you're stitching.
4: Mm-mm, I have one. I have two to burn.
0: But you, they also have other abilities, too. Like, yeah. Like, so if you start running low on other kinds of points, mm-hmm. then that's probably you may want to ha- save one to get like a pool refresh kind of thing.
4: Yeah, I just want to um, – do I have to – what do I have to take the points from? Is it chronal stability or yeah.
0: – well, you could just roll. It's a it's a four damage. So like you know, if you fail, if you roll under four and you fail, then you take four damage. And, You know, if you spend two, then you, you only have take a, two damage.
2: Yeah, and also you have a fifty percent chance of succeeding. So if you succeed, you're fine. Um, if you spend one point, that's a sixty six percent chance of uh, succeeding.
4: I'll I'll spend two points and roll. Uh, that's a seven. I rolled a five.
0: Okay. No problem. <laughs> All right. Uh you take two damage. I what? You take uh, two damage.
4: Yeah, I lowered it by two. Yeah.
0: What, so I mean it was a four difficulty. What did you roll? A five. Oh you made it. So you only took two damage. I'm sorry, I wasn't falling. Yeah, but right, yep. so again, you know, the stitches are for pools, refreshes, simple time travel, boost combat damage. And reduce combat damage if you get hit. So, uh, Irk, uh, I'll use a stitch. Okay, uh, stag. I'll use a stitch too. And Doctor Breen, I'll spend. Yeah, I told you all that roll. you're, you're since you were resting your, you know, athletic stuff like. all oh, will
2: Uh I will spend two points because I don't actually usually have to worry about this. Uh, five. Okay. Cool.
0: So you basically, you all time travel, and I, what is the role of Sparrow? Are you taking Sparrow? Are you reactivating the robot? Like, what are you doing?
2: Um, I personally would want to torture them in the 40s. <laughs> so, it's up to y'all.
0: Erk, I, I feel like you're the, the heart of this group. What do you got, buddy?
1: <laughs> I think we send her back. Oh, sorry. Rook think send her back special control boat on robot and take with.
4: Yeah, everybody's coming
0: away. All right, he send her back to her original time, but take the robot? Uh,
1: send her back to Time Watch.
0: Oh, okay, so she's on the Time Watch. Uh, well, you made your reassurance spin. You've reactivated it. The robot identifies itself as V5. And, um, yeah, he piggybacks with you on the time travel deal. And you find yourselves in um, a Berlin safe house. So, basically, uh, Time Watch has got its own place in Berlin. Nazi Germany, in between the th- in the thirties and forties, that they basically have set up for their own little safe house. This is a large facility. It looks like a factory, and you see a lot of offices going on. You see a lot of screens set up with uh, you know futuristic time watch equipment set up in there. A lot of logistics going on, and there's a uh, a, a list of agents sitting on benches outside of this main uh, reception area, and you hear. Number three ninety two rooftop sniper. Here's your coordinates. Uh, chrono time count access code is. And then they read off a number. Next number three ninety three. Hey, Cable. Jacob.
2: Uh, uh, sh- do you still do you still have Nazi uh, Nazi skills? Like, are are you still on Nazi watch? He looks at you and frowns.
0: He goes, "You know, you're not supposed to talk to other time travelers." Come on. Three, uh, I 393, invented time travel. Three ninety three. The briefcase bomb restaurant. Here's your court. And he just keeps on rattling off stuff. So, yeah, you've made friends. But, all right, you you see dozens of people shuffling about. It just seems like they're, like, constantly in a uh, habit of doing this. So, you are trying to locate the Gattol G-O-T-T-O-L facility. This was with your contemporary. You know that this is ran by Kurt Dibner who in real life was uh, the real-time stream, was a German nuclear physicist who was the head of the Kurnoff, oh, God bless, I can't, I gotta increase the font, my vision, Kern. oh, God damn it, buffer, Kurnforce, or basically, I I could. Going blind as
2: well as deaf, Thornsberry.
0: (laughs) Uh, Dude, old age, old age to get you. But basically, the Nazi Research Council, they're the ones that were experimenting with nuclear fission in an attempt to create weapons in the actual time. So you're going to the facility where they were working on the uh, nuclear weapons.
1: Skyfire hmm. Maker.
0: As you all kind of scout out the perimeter of it, you you know make your, your way through the streets of Nazi Germany, disguised however you like. Earth, uh, you know
2: the actual names. Why don't you just use them? Huh? You know it's called nuclear power. You know it's called radiation. And then You just say sky fire.
1: And glow stick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I had to do a dance party.
2: <laughs> these, these words have specific terms and you could use them and it would make life so much easier.
0: <sighs> high concrete walls. Brick. You know, very high. There's, um, Big wall perimeters, for like ex, you know, surrounding the research facility. You see guards patrolling. There's barbed wire across, the, even like the tops of the the walls. Soldiers on patrol. There's a guards guarding the checkpoint going into the facility. Uh, this looks like a really hard kind of uh, place to sneak in. So, what do you want to do?
4: I think. It's about time to spend 25 years digging tunnels with spoons, Alcatraz style, (laughs) so that we can get in and out by creating a tunnel system, unbeknownst even to the Nazis.
2: Counterpoint. Mm -hmm. We have superhuman technology in this area.
4: No, spoons. We could just
2: blow a wall. Spoons. Through with our science. Spoons. Undetected. Wooden spoons. Spoons.
1: we send robot back twenty-five years, not have to dig with spoon.
4: Ah, robot dig with spoon.
2: Or maybe just don't fucking have a robot dig.
4: You dig with two spoon. Literally just disintegrate oh, yes. a wall. Two spooned robot. Give me
2: five minutes and a napkin. And I can blow up the entire <laughs>
4: prison.
0: Alright, so Leave basically. no trace. yes there would
4: be no trace because the prison would not exist anymore (laughs) all right you get five minutes and a napkin go
0: (laughs) so chris uh like jumping in here gm uh basically uh like the options that you all have like if you wanted to send the robot back that's fine i mean you could use any time travel deal like the only thing i would say is i would ask for you know he doesn't like V five. Doesn't have like she actually. It's assumed right. a female form now. It's a default. Uh She doesn't have uh, a a time travel device. So somebody's gonna have to take her there. Or well, you know, I'm, you could. I'm against the time travel thing. So you could use disguise. You could do like. Military tactics, uh, forgery, you could try to make one hell of an obtrusive check to get in. So like if you are cool if you want, if someone doesn't mind it, if you want to do the digging plan and have VR sitting there waiting for you twenty five years older.
2: let me explain my philosophy. Time travel is great. Moving forward in time causes paradoxes. So what we want to do is deal with as much information as we have right now. So that we know what's going on right now and then we travel back and fix things. So whatever the issue is right now doesn't exist. Anymore. So But you don't know what what's the problem is? right now? Too much talking.
4: <laughs> would you say that going back and blowing up this entire facility would be your final solution? Oh. <laughs> Asking for
0: a friend. You know. Nietzsche you have a problem.
4: <laughs> this friend is
0: Jewish. Just saying. Yeah. If you no. gave into the beast. no, that's
2: not how I think. Because I don't think about people or ethnic groups because that's messed up and insane. But hey, I'm glad you think about it like that. I just think about solving problems.
4: But if you blow up the facility, you'll lose innocent lives, and isn't that what we're trying to avoid?
2: I'm we're not trying literally... to destroy the facility. I'm trying to figure out how the best way we can get in there without causing as much. Damage is possible.
4: So do we have to do a humanitarian... Hey, we said we were going to get into a helicopter at some point. Do we need to do, like, an airlifting, like, evacuation so that when we blow up things, nobody is hurt? I. Why do we need to blow up things? Oh, I thought that was your plan. No.
2: No, 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 no. My plan is to make it so that this thing never existed in the first place so we don't have to blow up anything. It
4: that with the napkin said i'm sorry i, I put my drink on it. it the ink got really smudged
2: <laughs> you're not thinking with time we have all these problems that are big and horrible and terrible you know what's great when you think about it from a, a chronological perspective you, they can never have existed that's what i want to instill in you people Let's destroy these things before they ever existed. Before yourself, the idea of them existed.
0: Give yourself a stitch for being fucking crazy. And, uh, <laughs> alright, so, yeah. so basically, like, mechanically, like, you're either, you can dig, that's totally fine, I just want two time travel checks. Um,
2: or you can just go insane and do whatever the fuck I'm talking about.
4: So I have a proposition. If you're gonna go fucking insane, which is Encouraged, I would like to dig underground with a couple spoons for a little while and just kind of like be safe there while all the insanity is happening.
1: I would uh, drop two stitches to take the robot back in return.
0: <laughs> okay, boom! Like <laughs> right, you can just turn around, Doctor Breen, and then V five's just like gone.
1: <laughs> and a slightly dirtier b five is shows back up and says, "I'm done."
0: Yeah. Oh
1: my god, that's <laughs>
4: amazing! That's like sending a toddler to poop. You're right. like, did you try?
0: just for being Chris, his yang to the Yin or whatever the fuck, like give yourself a stitch Burke. That's beautiful. All right. So let me show you the way. And like the V the V five unit goes over and, um, yeah, takes you into a, a, a small shop. That's located, uh, pushes a like refrigerator back in a wall, like in this abandoned, uh, shop there's a small hoe actually they built a restaurant over top of me y'all
2: are thinking about you're all are thinking about you all are thinking 4 dimensional chess dr breen is thinking in like 17 dimensional chess and dr breen doesn't even understand that that's not sane
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yep you have a tunnel into it where did you uh brandy since this was your idea where did irk want the uh tunnel to come up at like where do you want access to
1: Exactly where Kefala said her plan was good.
0: Where was oh, that Kefala?
4: Thanks. Um So we, we basically have our own little like mess hall that like, we've perfected foods and cuisine from around the world. And so um, nobody really blinks an eye at anybody coming in and out of the cafeteria. And we know um, how to go from that cafeteria to basically anywhere in the entire facility through our tunnel system. So this one happens to... Um, pop out from behind the fridge.
0: Nice. Okay. One one fridge to another fridge. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So. <sighs> so what's inefficient. The, what's the impersonator? I guess you guys are just like. Tell you what, if you want, uh, like, is there any like? We're t- we're at the end of this anyway, and the, the the final dance, like, you know, I say if you want to make a disguise check, real quick, everybody, just to make sure that you you know are walking around looking like a Nazi. Hmm.
4: More like a cleanup crew, not like a uniformed soldier.
0: Or or a Mm, scientist. No matter what,
2: no matter what, you kind of look like a Nazi, because guess what? Everyone associated with the Nazi party was a Nazi. Mm, I rolled five for look like
1: a Nazi. All right, so you
0: rolled one. (laughs) Okay, but here's the deal. Like, you still got your impersonator mesh. It's just that, like, if you were, you know, when you had to actually start doing stuff, that's when it becomes obvious that you're not who you say you are. So it's really what the disguise is for. Kafala. So,
4: <laughs> um, where are we going with like? So we've made it. We've made it through the tunnels. But like, what is our? Who are we trying to track down?
0: Uh, you do know that like the person in charge is Kurt at Diebner, uh, who mm-hmm. is the uh, the head of the the facility. Like. You are probably looking for the research lab.
2: Can we make it any role to learn more about Kurt Dibner or Dibner?
0: Uh, you know, like you have contemporary.
2: I have contemporary and future.
0: You know, that in the original time on it, he was uh, the head of the facility. I can say that if you wanted to, um, are you wanting to get a schematic to exactly where you're wanting to go? Like the uh, research facility?
2: Yeah, um, I'm willing to spend that point.
0: Is it like, yeah, i tell you what, you know, preparedness or something like that? Or what, what would you spend for that?
2: I presume history contemporary.
0: I've, you know, I, I would say stuff like this. Like, they've got all the Nazi, like, you know, Auschwitz and all these horrible places, like, their public record and stuff like that. So, yeah, you, I say that with your spend of contemporary history, like, you're able to pull up, you know, not a exact, you know, blueprint or anything like that at the facility, but you got a general layout. Enough, a so. Yeah you got all right
2: okay so here's the basic layout of the facility i still think we should do my plan just destroy it before it existed but if you want to do this foolish overwrought thought
4: here you go so uh, meanwhile um the robot has started singing dig 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 and as we find out new schematics right. we can go back and basically make those tunnels exist to go directly to the research lab. Now I'm sure there's a refrigerator in the research lab and we know uh, what,
0: what? Yeah. I mean, if like, if you're wanting to do this, I'd say just, if you want to do preparedness or something like that to say, Oh yeah, we told him that like, mm-hmm. or, you know, chrono tests or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I would just rather do one row than two rows. If like, if we keep going. So yeah, if you want to just do a, that seems like a really simple thing to do. So just,
2: out character, uh, Laura. Your idea is much smarter. My idea is more fun.
4: <laughs> well, I'm not gonna fight you. I mean, we can also conveniently dig a little tunnel right hey. to underneath that guy's desk if you want to, like, plant some dynamite. Hey.
0: Hey, Laura. Go on.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Like so, basically, I mean, if you did your preparedness, or you could do. I'm trying to look at the time, time stuff, not and stuff like that. You could, do, if you just want to make a a uh, preparedness. I would say that yeah, you have uh, you. The path is actually not in the cafe. Like, there's multiple paths throughout the deal, so you could go to mm-hmm. the research lab.
4: Yeah, that's where we're headed because we there's a hole that has appeared behind the fridge in the research lab, so we can just like slide that out of the way after everybody goes home for the night.
0: Well, okay. So as you're crawling through right, the tunnel, which was expertly dig uh, dug by a robot over you know Take twenty aid. years, yeah, decade. in fact like he was there for a lot of the renovations um you come out it's really not as much of a refrigerator as like there's a shelf kind of pushed in front of it like you know something on wheels Mm -hmm. that as you get up to it you've just got like a thin layer of uh plaster more or Mm -hmm. less from where he like where v5 had dug x deep so you're just able to kind of lightly push it and cup your hands and you know slowly push through basically the essential like chalk more of like consistency and you see that uh, this room you see a large um, nuclear reactor looks like you see the nuclear symbol over at least uh, you see banks of computer terminals and complex looking machines you see just a half dozen men running around in lab coats taking readings uh,
4: wait, wait, we but, didn't come in like after closing hours. We came in like at full like peak third shift
0: there's
2: that's <laughs> why I was saying, just like deal with it before it ever
4: existed. Mm, I, we still was, can
0: well, I was just saying that it, it never shuts down, right?
4: mm, yep, we found the third shifters, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh like dominating room, like I said, is a nuclear system, and there's this massive. Like, in this gigantic room, there's this massive hoop that is, like, it takes up the, like, above the nuclear reactor. And those of you with timecraft recognize this as a time hoop. And it's, like, so, again, technology, computers, lining it all, nuclear reactor, Hmm. right by it, big hoop. This is, like, basically a four-story ceiling. And there's a gigantic Nazi flag that's also hanging in front of it. Of the time loop. And,
2: uh. Oh, yeah. fun. So somebody's here. Somebody so here is outside of their knowledge. <laughs> this, is odor, this is an odor.
0: This is an odor, like, version of time travel where it actually, you know, you're not carrying a time device with you. It's kind of a set location. You all have seen stuff like this before.
2: Uh, I'm. Adam, I, I just have to con- stop you right there. There's no such thing as an older version of time travel. I invented time travel. Of course you did. Of course you <laughs> did.
0: There's like a purple haze that's in your veins just actually churning around in the center of the hoop. Mm-hmm.
2: So clearly someone from the future stole my design, didn't actually understand how it worked. They didn't understand the underlying mechanics and they just like built onto it in the ways that didn't work.
0: So I have to fix it. Stop this. So what are you going to do? Well, my plan
4: was just to get us to the research lab. I mean, I've invested decades into this plan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, time is time is fluid and fleeting, and I didn't really notice the time pass. But I just think that um, now that confronted with this giant time ring over the nuclear reactor, like, I don't know, something about being face-to-face with a nuclear reactor just makes me want to blow things up. So what does everybody have, else want to
2: do? I have to break this bastardiz- bastardization of my research. This is I kinda, it's in a nonsense. I kinda, this is terrible. I kind
3: of agree to Doc and just, let, let's see what we can do to prevent this from even f- becoming
0: now.
4: Mm-hmm. This is a little bigger than I expected.
0: Okay. So with you all working about, you do you can kind of, like as you gauge through this here, definitely those of you all that have... Uh, like an air of like either interpersonal skills of bureaucracy or authority, and you can kind of get the lead of like who's in charge. You actually are. You see, look, someone you recognize look, as Kurt uh, Dibner, and oh, oh, look, look Dr. at Dr. Breen. Look at the
2: flanges. They they screwed. They screwed up the flanges.
0: Dr. Breen, Dr. Breen, you recognize recognized the man standing next to him. Who is it? You remember it's Brannick. You remember him. You you kind of ran into him when you were like making sure you were the only person who created time travel, and you just ended up just throwing him through a time loop. Uh, and like
2: Brannick, it's always Brannick. It's
0: always you, Brannick. Apparently, you oh, threw him right? into Nazi Germany. He looks a lot older than when you saw him last time and stuff like that. He looks actually quite elderly, but yeah, that's you recognize this, and it kind of dongs on you that That, maybe you're
2: the problem. That explains why the flanges are wrong, because Brannock could never understand my process, and he could never follow what I was telling him to do.
0: So, and here you go. Tell me what you're doing, (laughs)
2: Um, I'm clearly going to sabotage the time machine. Okay,
0: so give me an obtrusive an obtrusive road to sneak over to it.
2: Hold up, uh, I just my die.
0: While he's finding his die, uh, Steg. Um, there are you see, this room has two guards in it. You see, like I said, a dozen scientists, including, um, you know, the doctors, uh, Brannick and Debner. Okay, and, and Doc, you're you're
3: going to deal with this now versus past. Oh, he you don't know the past part or his past. Well, I mean he's he's you're 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 dealing with this now, you're not gonna uh, time jump. Is that, is that a, a, my assessment? Brain's already walked off. Okay.
2: Alright, uh so I'm using my two points in unobtrusiveness to get a five.
0: Okay, so yeah, you are making your way around to the boards. Alright, so um everyone else just tell me actions like what you're going to do like you see him snook is sneaking off or are you going to try to um I, i'll tell behind him uh
3: if one of the guards approach him i'll approach the guard uh i guess my mesh
0: can be a uh ss officer yeah just as long as like you don't interact like the second that uh he which he, he already made the road but i mean you're able to kind of piggyback off of off of him of course he's kind of sneaking around and you're just kind of covertly walking and stuff like that. If you did want to actually not, like, you know, you could uh, do a little bit more, I guess you could say, besides just following, if you wanted to kind of use, like, military tactics, you could actually try to position yourself in a better position. I mean, just you tell me, really, by looking at what you see on your sheet.
3: Um, I just want to be positioned to uh, um, defend him if, uh, when his guard starts to attack him or something, I want to be arranged to hit him with a... pacifist or jump onto myself and go into a scruffle. Okay.
0: And Erk?
1: Are there any um, things in here like forklifts, like material handling vehicles? Yeah. Um, In my impersonation mesh, as again, a stocky short workman, uh, I would like to go and get on one of those and just maneuver into an area where I can be helpful when stuff starts.
0: Okay. So you you did pass your uh, test and kafala.
4: So I want to be set up like, I want to find, is there like um, a stairwell that would go up to like a tiered level? Like, Because usually if there's, if there's a yeah, there's four story hall, yeah, I would totally like to get up to some scaffolding and uh, set my <laughs> taser to kill. Um and just basically be ready for those distant shots if needed without firing into melee. Like I just okay. basically want to keep an eye out, um, like a sniper.
0: Okay, sounds good. So the
4: goal is to protect the doctor.
0: Okay. So as uh, you near, you see that they're like you see the scientist, Doctor Breen, going about getting stuff. You see uh, Br- Brannick and Dibner. It's like all right. We got this we we let's go ahead and do the trial Cut. go ahead and flip the switch, so they're actually flipping a switch or certain electricity is starting to kind of arc around the ring. Now what are you gonna do like how are you wanting to sabotage this?
1: Can I drive my forklift these forks into something that looks important
0: uh well, after Dr. Breen, I would say that like he Sorry. Had, uh, that's fine dr breen what is uh what is she doing
2: um I am well, what was the name of the other Person that I've excised from history.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Brannick is the one that you have uh, wronged.
2: Uh no, I haven't wronged Brannick.
0: Oh, of course not. Brannick uh, Br-
2: wronged himself by fucking up time travel mechanics. Of course, of course. So, Brannick.
0: So you. You cool? Oh, you're announcing like yourself. You're
2: fucked up! Look at how you screwed up this very very basic act of chronometry
0: all right so you're distracting huh it's you <laughs> that's you guards and he reaches over to try to flip the switch i will well he flips like uh, i was
2: will... right now to make sure okay. that switch didn't work
0: okay uh well like how like what are you? T- are you tinkering or what are you doing yeah.
2: Uh, I'll spend a point in tinkering. I'll uh,
0: roll tinkering to make sure it never worked. So you, you, you spent a uh, switch, uh, a stitch to refresh your tinkering pool? That you said, No, or...
2: no. I, I'm spending a stitch to go back in time to make it so that that never worked, so that in this dramatic confrontation he tries to press the button and it just doesn't work.
0: Okay, so things were kind of beginning to go. You got the arc and stuff like that. He flips the No! No, and he starts furiously, like flipping at the uh, flipping the switches. Now I have the ability with Branick or no with Debner excuse me. I can summon one D six. This is my special ability. And then we'll jump over to you, uh, Erk. Uh let's see. Debner is calling like guards, guards. So I am spending from my resource pool and I have summoned like there is like in the door behind um Like the interest of the time lab. It's (laughs) kind of. Yeah, there's like four guards burst in. Now, for Irk, they can't act. They'll act last because they got there last. But, like, so basically, so everybody can keep track of it, I will say this that there is a total of six uh, Nazis and a bunch of scientists, and, like, basically 11 scientists counting the two main Debner and uh, Brannick. So I'll write that in as soon as I find a window. Oh fuck! I'm not in on the wrong computer. I'm using two computers uh, right now. You all right there, Adam? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just tired. All right. So six guards and uh, eleven. So here we go. So what would you want to do, Eric? Where you want to drive into?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I'm imagining as part of the machinery. There's something that looks kind of like a box that has a a control panel on it with tubes and wires coming out of it and gauges twitching like crazy now, just aiming the forks of the forklift for something that looks like that.
0: Okay. All right. So you're wanting to kind of like are you going to try to drive it into what's powering it, like the nuclear reactor part of it or like a base for the the diodes that are the electric is arcing off of?
1: Something that's the electric zarking off of because Eric would understand that pretty well.
0: Okay, yeah. So you one of the support like deals that power it. So yeah, I will say yeah. Do you get you got vehicle, don't you?
1: Three points of vehicle, which I'm going to spend all of. All right.
0: So so we're like you know, Eric, narrate for me how you do this.
1: I rev up the forklift, run it forward at speed towards this uh, this panel, raise the forks to the right level, and hit it full speed, and then whip to the side after the forks are in it to whip it off.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: fork, spear, whip, arc.
0: Okay, I'll take that into consideration. Well, things are going live here, who wants to act like uh, Skeg? Yeah,
3: if a guard's approaching adopt. Uh, dock, I'll, I will fire.
0: Okay, so you are wanting to fire it at a guard, so go ahead and roll shooting. A two. You rolled a two? Yep. Oh, he didn't spend? Okay.
3: I want to probably not help me because I wouldn't have spent as much.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, you, you kind of like fire the shot, goes a little bit wide. Uh, Kafala, Kf- can you speak, Laura? Sorry, Mutual. I was
4: muted again. Nope. Uh, I'm totally <laughs> talking with the mute button. I'm sorry. No um, so, what was the name of the doctor that got thrown to, through the loop to Nazi Germany?
0: Uh, uh, Brannick.
4: Brannick, and then Devner is the other one? Yeah. All right, so I am going to shoot to kill um, Brannick. Okay. No! I was going to dress him down continually. Oh, well, then I can wait. I can no, wait you don't know that. it. You
0: kill who you want to, honey. This yeah, no, kill thing. who you want to. Just saying.
4: I just see him as the greatest threat because he knows, if even though imperfect, he knows the most about time travel. All right, oh, say- not, not, not that that means that, you know, our doctor should be concerned that he's next or anything. What are you talking about? What's I don't know. You're not the problem. Hold on.
0: <laughs>
4: okay. So, I up
0: <laughs> Yeah, I would say that this being a kind of a distance shot and stuff like that, you're, you're totally capable of making it and just go ahead and roll uh, difficulty six. So, you may want to spend a little bit of shooting.
2: There's a I chance have- that I may spend st- uh, time travel just to stop this.
4: Sure. Just so you know. No, that's fine. Remember, I'm not as experienced in these time traveling ways as you are. So, um, so I'm gonna go for it. Um, I would like to spend a stitch. Okay. What, what does that add to my roll?
0: So how much you got? How much you got into your? I um, said, well, you can you spend a stitch for combat damage. So here's the deal. Much, I have
4: many, eight. I have eight in shooting. So,
0: so should like I just you spend
4: that instead you, of the? Stitch.
0: You you spend as much as you want to. I'm saying you have to hit six. And if you want to spend a stitch afterwards, uh, you can boost combat damage. Um, mm. You can spend stitches after rolling di- the damage die to increase damage inflicted on a one to one basis. Successfully punch someone with a d6 for minus one. Spend three stitches of your damage and, and add, like, it would basically add. Three points to it. So I've for only each... got
4: two stitches. So what I'm thinking is back to that rule of you can like what happens when you double. Okay. So I was thinking of spending four. Oh Jesus! And then roll and add four.
2: Sometimes you just gotta murk a motherfucker.
0: Apparently. <laughs> yeah, if you can go above, it's kind of what we do. All right, so... here I go. All right.
4: So I rolled a three, and that adds four, so seven.
0: Seven, so hit, boom, and uh, roll your damage. Now I'm treating this weapon as, hold on, I had it all listed up. This
4: is the Rambo death weapon that I brought Yeah. You my gotta, vacation.
0: You, you basically made a uh, heavy weapon, so whatever you roll, you add plus two.
4: So I now I roll a d6 for damage? Yeah. Okay. And add two, I rolled a six, so damage is eight.
0: Oh, dude, you popping. Like, drops like a log
4: like a tomato, cherry tomato, that just, like, pops.
0: Like, you you think you can even see a hole burnt through his chest as you, Mm -hmm. you know, hit center mass. Oh, that's
4: headshot, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, let's go on as I look for my cup. So, everybody is active. So, I will go ahead and say that we have uh, ten scientists and five. So, I'm going to attack as, uh, instead of rolling four separate combats, and now I'm going to see if the four guards can I think they're gonna like. They're everybody's kind of gunning toward Chris and Steg, kind of. Or Chris Steg really hasn't made himself known. I think you were waiting, right, Steg? Breen and Steg. Yeah, Breen. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, zoned. So we'll That's, see. It, it's roll. all good. I know you want to kill me, but yeah. Well, I did roll a. I did row a six. Now with it being gunfire, random gunfire, like I'm not gonna just roll plus two, like plus one over and over again so we'll say wow dr breen you get pegged for four damage is like like the four that walked in i'm kind of treating as one uh we'll see one of them's gonna try to get a shot off on kafala they miss one of them's going after urx at the six and he misses so dr breen you get pegged now you do have armor that's plus one so you take three damage okay i'm down to four Okay, but you also go down to much further than that. All right, so top of the round, I'm going to say the scientists are working in their absence to try to fix. Let me look at what your general lab assistants. All right, science. And I just wrote, okay. So mist is getting thicker on the machine, but at the same time, um, what with the mist getting thicker, the the fact that one of the arms is severely crippled that is the uh, the electric is arcing off of and kind of a uh, what's that little ball that you touch and electric comes off of it? What do they call those things? Like little lamps. Those are um, arc reactors. Um I'm thinking of,
3: I'm thinking of the, the Van Der wheel one, it's the correct it globe, maybe? Yeah, the, yeah, plasma, the plasma globe. Ball.
0: So you got you got kind of those arcs coming off those uh deal and I will go for Doctor Breen.
2: Yeah, it's a Graaff generator. Okay. I thought that was a wheel one, though. but maybe... um, Sort of. I it's might be
1: confused between of... the two. I've got sitting across the room from me.
2: I'm a biologist, not a uh, not a physicist. Now, if you want to know about like the evolutionary history of the monotreme, I'm all there for you.
0: <laughs> Dr. Breen, what are you doing?
2: Okay, so I was just shot, right? Yeah. And uh, Dr. Brannick was is gone.
0: Yeah, dead. Boom.
2: I'm going to spend my last stitch, my my last stitch, to absolutely sabotage this time machine.
0: Okay, what are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm spending the stitch to go back in time to remove a an extremely important part that doesn't seem important at the time. So, mm-hmm. like the a bolt or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, or, or, or you're making it. Ooh, ooh. But do you still got science? <laughs> yes, I do. I have two points in science still, and it's not science; it's science. Well, not much is, uh, you know, give spend. give me a point of spending that, and I will say that you like eliminate a lot of the grounding effects of this. So this is going to be a uh, tinkering check. I will say this is since you're trying to be kind of obtuse about it. You pull this off; um, it'll uh, electrocute. I mean, it, it will short out, but if you spend a point of science, it will feedback and fry the people at the boards.
2: Alright, I'll spend a point of science and I will spend four points in tinkering.
0: Okay. Nope, didn't go into the... <laughs> That's a seven. Okay, so, boom. And just, uh, you have time traveled back then. Explain what, narrate real quick, like, what are you doing?
2: There's a very specific flange that you find in the Rotomic Alleyway. It's a it's a it's a way that we can build this chronic. It's hard to explain if you don't understand post dimensional calculus. But basically, what's going on is that I've removed a specific part that cause that causes the uh, time stream to fall apart when they run it. We don't have to worry about this with autocrons because me as a genius has figured out how to remove that specific aspect. But Brannick never did so. Just, you have to okay. remove the specific part.
0: Okay. So, they flip, a, a couple more switches are flipped. Electricity arcing more, more. The mist is becoming more solid. And then, psh, like, the boards start shorting out. You see scientists, like, <laughs> it's at a point of, like, not just only are you touching, but if you're in the general proximity of it, it's just reaching out. All right? So, yeah, you've downed, I would say that you have uh, downed my little MOOC lab stats. My lab assistant Mooks had one health each, so boom, boom boom. You've taken them out. Uh, steg, uh, Skeg?
2: um, shoot a guard a shot at the dock. Okay. Keep in mind, y'all can also do weird time
3: shit. Yep. Um, I was considering if a good time jump so I could position myself behind him.
0: Yeah. Spend you know um, time travel. Tra- you've got the the regulator or governors <laughs> off of your time travel devices yep. and. Chronos ability, uh, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll
3: spend a point on the six.
0: All right, boom, and go ahead and uh, roll uh, damage. Well, that's for uh, time. Oh, okay. Jump. So you you're jumping behind them? Are you stunning them? Or are you doing more?
3: Uh, I was going to try to shoot them if I can. Okay. But I go rolled a,
0: a two, so that's probably not. A little,
2: little disoriented. All right.
0: So together. you jump
2: right behind him, and then you fucking miss.
0: Yeah. So you were shooting. At, you were going at the ones that were that shot. Uh, uh, Breen, right? So yeah, yeah, you're you're kind of behind four of them right now, which you can you can plan that out next time. Like right, you're there, and then poof, you're gone. Uh, okay, Erk.
1: Uh, where's Kurt during all of this?
0: Kurt is. I would say that Kurt has a a little bit better stats, and all like he was shocked, but he was on the ground kind of crawling away from the board
1: Would I be able to get to him this turn?
0: Sure Tell me your action, I mean you're kind of supernaturally supernaturally, but you're more primarily stronger than a normal Uh,
1: leap from the seat of the forklift onto him bringing my club to bear Yes! (laughs) Tell you what spending let's say six points of scuffling Yeah (laughs) which I can imagine makes it exceed
0: Okay, yeah and uh, go ahead and roll damage for your club.
1: Uh, I only rolled a four, but my minimum damage is the amount of scuffling that I spent. So it's six. Okay.
2: <laughs> so you just crush his skull. Yeah, it's, very,
0: it's a nice crunch. It's a nice crunch. And uh, finally, Kafala. There are six guards.
4: What about the other doctor? The other.
0: Side. Um, uh, I, I, he just got his head crushed. Yes. Or, confirmed,
4: confirmed, confirmed, yes. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that he was completely out of commission. Um, what I'm trying to do is with my stun gun, can I um, tinker with it and make a modification to do. There, You said there's uh, six guards left?
0: Yeah, or you could do a prepare. If you're wanting to make a grenade, you could do a prepare. No,
4: no. That. I want to make modifications to my um stun gun on the kill setting that would make it arc into six separate arcs no. you just
0: send out a fucking grenade spread said- it. Hey, go ahead go ahead so I would even say that you're kind of like you're looking down on them at kind of an angle. So you're you're kind of below. So you're you're just going to set it like, so give me a, you're pretty good at tinkering and you've had time to do this. So why don't Mm -hmm. you go ahead and just give me a tinkering check difficulty four. Okay.
4: Can I add, can I add from my tinkering to make that check?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can spend it. I'm just saying it's four different.
4: Yeah. I'm just going to take the three from my tinkering. Okay. I'm going to add three my three, so that is a six.
0: Okay, yeah, you've got it. And if you want to go ahead and make an attack, just go for it. Uh,
4: just roll again.
0: Just roll shoot. I yep, and I've got I've got four
4: more four. in shooting.
0: Difficulty but, four.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm just gonna put. Um, I'm gonna put two from shooting onto this okay. roll. And I rolled a two, so that is the four that I needed. But I also have a double tap. So, if it doesn't, I mean, does it kill all of them? I don't have to use double tap.
0: I, I didn't know if you were making that stun or kill, so I would say. Oh, it was on
4: kill setting for sure, because <laughs> I'm still, like, at a distance.
0: Why don't you roll damage first?
4: Okay. So, roll my d6. Do I add anything to that?
0: No, unless you wanted to spin a stitch for one point, but honestly. Oh, yes, not I wild. do. All right. So,
4: because that was the point of the stitches is to add to the damage. All right. So let me spend
0: a stitch. It's a one one ratio, so you can roll your damage and then how many stitches you spin you spend yeah.
4: I rolled a six and then I spent one stitch. So does that give me
0: seven? Oh I, I wish I could share the screen with you right now. <laughs> guard Nazi guard health threshold seven. <laughs> seven yeah you you just straight up murdered that guy. Uh, that
4: guy of, well,
0: of them. There were four Kill of them, them together. Oh, Good oh four.
4: Job. Then I was doing it in four arcs. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to... Because time travel me knew how many was left and was tinkering so that I could make the arcs multiply.
0: That's pretty cool. <laughs> Give yourself a stitch. <laughs> okay. And at, this, and at this time, now, I just want to go ahead and throw this bad boy in. I should just so, say,
2: whenever anyone kills enough,
0: Good job, <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. Alright, so, let's see. So as the mass of, uh, <laughs> as the mass of purple uh, forms and forms, you see jump down out of the loop into electricity, oddly enough, is a massive T-Rex. You see its head kind of like silhouette in the purple before it actually like, steps through and jumps down. And it, when it falls, it actually kind of rips the Nazi flag down and it the flag falls over its shoulders, kind of like James Brown at a concert, you know, and they would like, you know, throw the coat over him and then stand back up and stuff. I don't know if you've seen old footage of James Brown, but I will say this, and this is kind of what the big fight was supposed to be in this, but the simple fact that you have tinkered with it, messed with the time machine, made it jump into electricity Like, this... (laughs) Welcome to your new world, T-Rex. So, you are going to shock the shit out of it, so I'm going to say that you have greatly reduced its health. So, there is two guards left, and now a gigantic T-Rex that is trying very hard and fast to make its way out of uh, or, excuse me, an Aryan Time Rex. There's always Uh, a Nazi dinosaur. There's always a Nazi dinosaur, so now it's time to punch it in the face. So, Swashica what? wrapped around his shoulders. It's pretty easy to hit. It's pretty big. So, Dr. Breen.
2: Okay. So, let, let me think for a
0: moment. If you want to skip and let someone else go ahead while you're thinking it's time to.
2: Oh, no, no. um, What I'm going to... uh. So, what does Paradox Prevention do?
0: Paradox Prevention, like, you spend it to prevent a point of paradox. Let me give you the official word of that. Alright, so Paradox Prevention. Damn it, computer. Why is everything running so slow? Paradox Prevention. Let me see. I'm trying to find the official stat. Triggers for Paradox Tests. A number of things contribute to Paradox Tests. Here are some examples. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find a page.
2: So it's purely preventative is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh, okay, in that case, freeze. what I'm going to do is spend my last point of science to... Uh, build up uh, to uh, use tinkering to build a machine that causes the square cube law to triple around the dinosaur. Meaning that it's so heavy that it literally cannot move. I mean, time travel exists, therefore we can fuck with gravity and physics.
0: Let's see. Let me just make sure. If you're a time traveler, you're bound to run into paradoxes. This ability allows you to recognize them, predict them, solve them, and even use them to your advantage. I don't know how Paradox prevention is like that machine. You know what actions are Paradox? If you wanted to cause chrono-instability, you could always just travel back in time and prevent yourself from throwing or taking care of uh, Brannock in a different way. That would be Paradox prevention.
2: Yeah, but that wouldn't solve this problem right now.
0: It would destabilize it further. It would do more damage if, like a, the the thing that brought it in, brought this into reality, started to change around it.
2: No, you're right. Actually, yeah, that's that's what I did before the beginning of this game. So uh, I'm going to send a stitch to go back in time to tell yourself not to do that. Uh, no, to go kill Branick in his own bunk. <laughs> Okay. At the end of the day, um, Green is still real salty.
0: All right. <laughs> All right, so basically, yeah, that sounds good. So you spend your point, narrate how you kill him, and I'll tell you the effect.
2: All right, so um, I have the very first Autocron ever, which means that it's a little unstable. It's kind of, when you look at it, it doesn't actually look like an object, but like sort of like a blur. So I travel back to... Before this happens, and I find Brannock at his in his bed, I wake him up, and then I shove the Autocron in his head, because it's a nanopart. It, it's basically made of nano unstable nanoparticles. It just reorganizes everything, and just sort of rips apart his brain. It's uh It's not pretty.
0: Okay, so he dies, and then you honestly like. Are you traveling back? I guess you would, or. Or, yeah okay so just give me back we'll just say you did this so let's let's narrate this Got it's 1230 alright so basically what happens is you see Skeg you notice at first you see Breen as Breen's prone to do just zoop right out of uh, the room Breen you zoop back in but now you have a memory a weird memory of when you went out there and you found you went to go kill Brannock or you know get rid of Brannock but Brannock was already dead so that's kind of weird. So that's where a paradox prevention thing is kind of you know. Uh, I want you to go ahead and make a. The thing I'm gonna ask you to do, Chris, to to do this is you know you had the memory of you know finding him dead, but you also had the memory of killing him. So I'm gonna ask for a. I'm gonna give you a plus three on this roll for this what paradox prevention does. But I want you to give me a difficulty seven paradox tech. So you know Jesus. your roaming... But you're getting plus three, so you basically just had to row four. So you could burn chrono stability or however you want to do it.
2: Alright, I'm going to spend two points in chrono stability. <laughs> okay. I guess. I'm kind of confused as to what you're going with here. Okay. Uh, that is... I have a plus three to it, you said? Yeah. Would be a seven? Yeah. Okay, I guess that's an eight. All
0: right, so and basically what I'm saying is, I hope it's not getting too... Like, you could time travel back and kill him. You know where he was. You had that particular idea. But you're doing the paradox. You're you're spending a point of paradox prevention allows you to get a buffer. So whenever you get hit by the massive, like everything that you have encountered this game is because of you, except for the giant cockroaches. So like boom. So as fabric of reality is now starting to fade around you all, uh, you see the. Place much like how the cockroach in the beginning had the stuff going back on it. You see things kind of starting to unwind. On you, what do you do?
2: <laughs> Reality is falling apart. Apparently, yeah. Dr. Green did something.
3: <laughs> is the T Rex still here?
0: The T Rex is. <laughs> the T Rex is Kind of here, here. It's it's starting to look kind of transparent. Like it's what T Rex? Yeah. So yeah, everything's just kind of going apart. Right uh, here, so. I'll wait
3: a moment to see what it is what it what remains.
0: <laughs> okay, the Nazi guards, the two that are remaining, are like starting to run out of the facility as the room around them starts to change. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty much like I hate to end it with a whimper and not a bang, but well, actually, it did end with kind of a bang. But like, yeah, the whole room is coming down around you all. Uh, any last moves before you whisk yourselves away to Time Watch Citadel? Uh, no. Brownie, you
1: good? Nope, happy to return.
2: Alright. Happy so, trails. Boof. So apparently the trick to playing Time Watch is just destroying reality.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. That's so, why we roleplay.
0: Actually, I was wanting to kind of burn your all's asses. So the simple fact that this happens, like, no one else kind of remembers it. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that you stop stop Brannock from ever going back there is the like the main reason like it doesn't disrupt the normal time frame. like everything snaps back into place and research and the facility, the facility goes as it was. Um, so now as a time watch, you've recruited two new agents. We never did utilize the robot in the combat and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, so you brought two new people, the way the scenario is designed. And I apologize for keeping you all so late is that, um, I was supposed to introduce Sparrow and him to you all in the beginning, trying to save you. You also thoroughly killed everything because I make paper thin monsters, apparently that, um, like I got, didn't get a chance to make them show up. So, uh, then I just had to introduce them in the third scene and stuff like that with them trying to assassinate, uh, Wagner. Does anyone have any, uh, questions?
2: It's not just that, Adam. It's just, I, I happen to come up with extremely thorough plans.
0: So, uh, first off, uh, uh, Does anybody have any comments about the the game or the scenario in general?
4: This is like my dream come true when I go down to Wikipedia (laughs) Black Holes. I never knew that there was a role-playing system that would basically allow me to play Crononauts and go down to Wikipedia Black Holes at the same time. (laughs) So I am thrilled.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it. I knew I would,
4: but I didn't know I'd like it this much. (laughs) And then when we have a caveman, a velociraptor, and a mad scientist, I'm just like, or a mad doctor. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, could this be any better?
0: <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it.